Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 95. And today we are sitting with one of my longtime friends, Brandon Belsky. I like the intro. Thank you, bro. I don't have a soundboard yet. <laughs> I've been working on it for the last 95 episodes. But <laughs> So if there's anybody that has uh, soundboards and wants to sponsor us, hit me up. But uh, Brandon, what's up, brother? Hey, man, just visiting. I know, dude. It's been so long. When's the last time that we've actually like just chilled and chopped it up 2011 not that (laughs) um it's probably been a while it's been a while dude yeah uh, life's crazy man i think last time is when you had uh some former employees here oh yeah but yeah that was oh you're right dude that was a long time ago but yeah it's um just make sure you stay close to the mic you're cool can you hear me yeah you're good dog but um yeah, dude, that's why I love doing the podcast, man, because it gives you like kind of that excuse just to sit with somebody and just Chill. fucking talk for a few hours without yeah. even any phone distractions or anything, you know? Yeah, so I guess I probably have more questions for you. Oh, you do? That's beautiful. Uh, so for, for everybody listening right now, um, Brandon and I worked at Best Buy together back in, shit, 2007 is when we met. Yep. And ever since then, we've been homies and yeah. just went through a lot of shit together. And it's Yeah, like, you were the guy with the uh, the Malibu. Yeah. And um, the guy that never wanted to get into uh, rice burners at the time. Yeah, dude. All the muscle guys just uh, <laughs> never got into the imports. And then you kind of just made the switch. And you, saw the, you saw it from the beginning, uh, dude. Yep. Yeah, it was a uh, little cocky Frank coming yeah. to Best Buy, running the... Uh, the install bay i know dude it's crazy times man fun times actually. it was dude very very good times i always talk about like the the parties and shit we used to go to and uh, when jimmy actually uh threw up on your car or you threw up in jimmy's car shout out to jimmy phoenix <laughs> yeah dude there's uh that so everybody listening brandon's known me since before i stopped drinking so when i was a dirty slob ass fool yeah i remember the santa barbara drive and uh the actual picture yeah and then um another time it wasn't the same time that was a good time <laughs> there was another time where i uh, almost or i did fight two guys inside of the car shout out to arlo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and shout out to aladdin uh <laughs> i forget his name but that's what i was calling him because he had a vest on like aladdin who's aladdin Zed? I, no 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 no, oh. no shout out to zed though i've been wanting to get zed on dude he's, he's on his fucking hustle bro yeah, i bro. see that shit man yeah respect to him he uh, yeah so zed was another guy that worked I've known Zed since he was in second grade. No shit, yeah, that he, long. Yeah, he's known my brother for a long time, and I cannot say I. He's one of the guys that I've known. I mean, his whole life. Crazy so, dude. Yeah, he's on the tattoo grind right now. I saw that yeah, man. Bro. That's fucking dope. Respect dude. to him because he actually he's doing what we were talking about. He's a he took a step back. Yeah, and took like a demotion just so he can apprentice at night which is so good dude you know i always say that shit bro is like if you want to get ahead you got to go behind you know and you got to figure something out you got to start from the beginning dude but yeah that was uh i forget that that guy's name it was arlo's homie he worked did he work at best buy too i know but we were all drunk and then i said shut up aladdin and (laughs) someone punched me in the back of the head i was passing her seat so i turned around and i said who punched me and arlo said i did but it wasn't him and but then, then you get he came in with a black eye yeah and i had a black eye so yeah. it was dope man good times <laughs> shout out to all best buy former employees yeah but yeah dude ever since then just been uh just been hustling bro and you've been yeah. on your hustle too man 
trying man it's just like a, a lot going on like we were talking you know lived all up and down california yeah you know just from the bay area to orange county to la and now i'm in dallas shit dude so let's get into it bro right. so um 2007 we met we all did our own best buy thing which is crazy dude because at the same time we're that's our hub yeah. that's what we're all doing at right. that time that's right. the biggest thing in our lives yeah. you know and then it just branched off and everybody kind of just did their own thing yeah so um where did you go from there what was your yeah so um best buy was actually i it almost felt like high school bro. yeah you hell know, yeah it, dude. it was you know i actually really liked that job i like the people mm-hmm. um and obviously the discount was great sick yeah. um so after that, you know, I was there. That's probably my longest job. I was there for six years. Ago. Yeah. Um, after that, I went to IT work up in Westlake Village. So at Best Buy, you were doing home theater and stuff. Right. Okay. And then I actually like dwindled into like the Geek Squad um, computer like setup and all that. Got you. Got you. So shout out to Gary. Yeah. Um, because he went out to this advertising, um, what do you call it, uh, company and he got promoted and he asked me if I was interested in going up there and doing some like help desk work. Gotcha. So I was like, hell yeah, you know, trying to get out of Best Buy at the time. Um, so I went up there, started doing some IT work, made a lot of connections. Um, and then, you know, I had a, a, a opportunity that was brought up to me at the Cheesecake Factory, um, the corporate office up in Calabasas. Uh-huh. And then um, I was there for like six months. I was like, dude, I fucking hate this. So what was uh, what was something that you didn't like or what were you expecting? Um, Kind of more of a laid back feel. Everything was kind of up and, you know, hurry up, hurry up. And people were just trying to like run you as a slave, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just like I dreaded coming into work. <sighs> That's you know? the worst, bro. So I was like, once you start dreading coming to work, it's time to make a change. Yeah. Um, And then after that, like from all my connections I made back in Westlake, someone hit me like an old vice president hit me up and was just like hey are you interested in advertising and i'm like dude i don't know anything about digital advertising and he's like hey we'll teach you mm-hmm. and me i don't have a college degree you and yeah. i right yeah like, yeah, yeah. You know, we're kind of a you know a rare species yeah um so coming into that i was like hell yeah you know get out um and then this is where i learned all my like double click like google and how to run digital advertising um, for like some big companies, you know, we're talking about like American Express, um, Nestle Waters, like all that. So um, you're the one that actually put me onto that. I didn't even know. Yeah. You know, sometimes I thought it was like witchcraft, bro. I'll be on one <laughs> website and I'll right. go to another one. And then the thing I was looking at is on the other. I'm like, what the fuck? How do they know? Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Like the type of technology you wouldn't believe of um, just because the type of you know, how do they collect all your data yeah. and all that? And, you know, people say like, Hey, I'm talking about something. And then and it, it just comes up. up on my phone, you know, and you know, the phones do listen to you. A lot of people don't know that. So, you know, if anyone's interested in turning off their, their microphone on all their apps is that's pretty much how they put all these ads in front of you. And then there's like these big corporations that buy that data yeah. so they can, you know, at the end of the day is people want to sell shit yeah. and have people sign up and make money. So I always, before, before we get, on, I want to touch to that subject. Like sure. I'm, I'm, I want to, uh, with, when they're listening, right. Isn't it just them trying to put together the best package for you for whatever yeah, you're interested in? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, when you, what us advertisers do is we don't want to waste media dollars and just throw like random ads into people that aren't like 
really interested in stuff yeah yeah yeah. we know like hey someone's been if we put what they call a pixel on your site and you want to sell your data like hey joe was interested in you know cars so someone's going to pay you money and buy that data off them and we're going to be like okay this person's interested in buying a car or Hmm. like some parts yeah so they pay a premium for that and we're like we're going to follow that person to whatever website they go to and put these ads in front of them right so if they're like hey we're looking and if you're selling your product they went to your website, say they're going to uh, ESPN.com or something, um, then we'll co- we could place like a Downstar ad or like what they have in your cart. With, we call them cart abandoners. You probably know about that, uh-huh. right? So like, hey, they're looking to buy some bolts and washers. Um, we'll put that same ad that they're looking at in their cart and they'll be able to see that again. So it just keep kind of you know, bringing it back to their memory and like, oh shit, yeah. you know, maybe I can go buy and, you know, go back and buy this. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like kind of torn, you know what I yeah. mean? Because yeah, they're, they are listening, but if they're kind of like showing me what b- would be right. the best thing, what would be recommended, you know right. I mean? I, I see that as just like a hustle, you know? There's, oh yeah. I mean, it, it's a billion dollar industry. Like you talk about Google, right? It's yeah. like, what does everyone think Google is? Just the internet? Yeah. No. You know, they're doing all this and they're collecting data. A lot of people, I mean, there's, there's, le- you know, legal things behind it, right? So yeah. they can't take any of your like credit card statements or anything like that. But there's other people out there that can actually scrape, you know, depending on what um, email you use, right? If it's a Gmail or if it's like a Yahoo account, they can see like, hey, this person, you know, got a receipt from the movies. So we know they like to go to the movies. Let's start hitting them with movie ads, mm-hmm. right? And those are bucketed into different segments where people pay for that shit. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy, man. And I, I think a lot of people don't really understand how it really works. Um but that's just the industry of, you know, like Google. And then now they have Facebook, you know, Instagram. And a lot of people think it's like, hey, we're just sharing our stuff. But you got to remember when you're hitting a like button and when you're hitting, you know, hey, like Downstar, like that information is getting passed back. When you put your birth date and your name and all that on Facebook, yeah, you got to remember that's being used and that's being sold. A lot of people don't look at the fine print. Yeah. Right. You just like, hey, agree, agree, agree. So when you agree to all that, like that's getting all passed back. We know, you know, you're interested in cars, you're interested in podcasts, yeah. you're interested in like audio equipment right now. Like that's going to be all like, hey, we're selling that information. And that really wouldn't upset me much because like that's the stuff that right. I'm looking for. Right. That's what I'm into. Yeah. Um, I, I was just listening to um, Everlast on Joe Rogan podcast mm-hmm. and they, they were talking about kind of the same thing. Right. And they said that um, the average person signs one to two official like legal documents a day mm-hmm. without even, you know, reading the, the yeah. stipulations or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Like I said, it's. You don't really know what you're signing for when you're actually doing it. You just want to get to the, what we call like the goods, right? Yeah. So if like you're signing up to Instagram, you're hitting agree, agree, agree. Yeah. Because you just want to see everyone's pictures and kind of scroll and be a part of society. Yeah. Which is like, that's kind of, you know, considered society now. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're not on Instagram. Like, oh, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Right. Yeah. 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 A lot of people like yourself um, and other Joe Rogan and all those guys, they know how to monetize it, right? Yeah. So it's like making money, which is the big thing. A lot of people don't look at it that way, but every time someone's looking at your Instagram page, you know that you're bringing awareness to your your brand. So yeah, when people when people say that, like about um, I can't make money off of this, I can't make. I'm like, you can't. 
but I can. Like a creative people right, can, right. other people can. There's definitely opportunities yeah. for it. I mean, it's definitely a different mentality. Yeah, right? it's like these people. It's funny because I see these people that have millions of followers, but they don't know how to make money off of it. If you see someone with a million followers right. and they're broke, right. that's them. Right. That's not the right. situation that they're in. Right. I mean, you see who's it's Kardashian chicks. You know, she has probably the most followers on Instagram. She's getting paid half a million dollars to post something. Yeah. And you're telling me that you can't make money. Yeah. At the end of the day, a dollar is a dollar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'll pick up a quarter on the floor because that shit adds up, bro. Yeah. No, you're definitely right. Now... One thing that people can do if they don't want people um, in their info and things like that is right. just to to repost that thing on Instagram that says, <laughs> <laughs> I don't give you permission. And then you're good. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, it's just crazy that I don't, I don't know. Man. What happens when you see somebody that you respect post shit like that? <laughs> <sighs> They're very gullible, bro. Yeah. Huh? I mean, I don't know. It's just like that stuff where you see, hey, you know, you won't die unless you post you love Jesus. And yeah. Stuff on yeah. Facebook. One like. Right. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah. No. It's pretty much the same exact thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was a. Uh, yeah. It was, it was a crazy week, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> just this week. And we can't wait to see what next week brings. Um, next week on social media. Yeah, right. That's another thing that we can get into is just like the type of shit that people. Yeah. Post, so know, before like, we get far off track, I want to I want to yeah, yeah, see yeah. your your um, progression, your progression. So you started with the advertising agency. Yeah. You figured out all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, learned all the, like the double click in the Google stuff. Um, and that kind of was a big stepping stone for me, bro, especially because in the advertising world now is like you don't need i i feel like now like you and i have spoke is you don't need a degree yeah it's all about connections network you know you, you can learn whatever you want as cliche as it sounds like yeah. if you want to learn how to do something you'll learn there's youtube there's a guy that fucking learned how to throw the javelin from africa bro and made the olympics just from youtube really yeah so it's like you know if you want to learn something you're gonna learn it yeah right and i tell people that and you know you hear that from your family when you're growing up it's like uh you know put your mind to it and you can do it do you think they actually believed it though i think to a certain extent i think growing up is like yeah whatever like i just want to go skate and you know hang out with my boys yeah but i don't know i feel like to an extent yeah you want to tell your kid that right i'm gonna tell my kid that but i truly believe in it that's what i that's what i mean like i don't know if they not my parents but just like as as a collective, you know right. that you could do anything if you put your mind to it. But people that would say that, like now, right. I look back at them and I'm like, dude, were you doing right? Were you doing what you put your mind to? Right. You know, is this where you wanted to be at? Yeah, I mean, probably not. To be honest, I feel like now it's it's crazy because all these you have all these fucking motivational speakers and all yeah. that, and people are starting to like believe in the hype. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all saying the same shit. Yeah, right? it's like don't be lazy just do it right yeah but a lot of people don't know including myself right it's like where do you start you know even you posting posting up like all that stuff like it's easy to make money and in theory if you know how to make money you're never going to be broke yeah right i mean you could be starting at i wonder if we do like a challenge like hey you start at walmart and let's see where you can end up yeah you know what i mean it's like people that are going to serve i mean pretty much survive and learn how to make money are going to be the ones that come out 
right? This, this is the perfect fucking challenge. You're so right about that. Yeah. Okay, so this will be something that you can you can make a career right. out of. If you start a YouTube channel right. and you start the YouTube channel on the day, you know, yeah. talk about your plan on right. the day and be like, you know what? I used to work at this job or this. I made this much and right. this is my new challenge that I want right. to do or whatever you want to do, right. you know? You go work somewhere and see how long it would, see even Popeyes. Right. You know, some Popeyes will pop in right, right now, right? Go work at Popeyes as the bottom person. Right. I guarantee I could make it to oh, in yeah. six months, like yeah. almost GM status. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Right? It's like even if you're doing Popeyes, there's so much money out there, bro. It's like, I don't know. At the end of the day, I'm like, if this fucking guy can do it, why can't I? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. That's just me, though. I guess there's people with different mentalities that are just like, hey, you know, I'm good. You yeah. Know, let me just do my nine to five and I'll check out. Yeah. And I don't know. That's, you know, that's just something I always think about. Um yeah, so going back, I know we're going like sideways. No, it's but, all good, dude. Um, yeah, so I learned all this advertising and you know pretty much some of the stuff I've been telling you. And there's a you know with the technology and advertising is always moving. Um, and then after that, man, I went to a startup company, which was kind of scary, just because you just don't know if you're gonna have a job or not. Yeah. Um, so this was another guy that used I used to work with back at uh, in the Westlake Village office in advertising, um, and he pretty much asked me as like, hey, do you want to come on? Um, we're a bootstrap company. We, you know, we had no funding. Um, and then I was like, man, it's time to take a chance. I did it. I was literally their number one employee. Yeah. Like the first employee. I was building desks, bro. Wow. Yeah. Like we moved into an office. Like there was, we didn't have enough. We were going to, you know, coffee bean Starbucks, you know, um, and just starting there. So, and then he's like, we have an office. And I was at that point, I'm like, bro, what the fuck did I get myself into? So you left the advertising agency right. to go work at this place. Yeah. Which was another advertising agency or and an advertising, you know, company. Got you. Say. Got you. Now, where was the location? at? So this was actually right down the street from okay, my old cool, office. Cool, so cool. still in okay. Westlake. Um, so I'm over there building desks, bro. And I'm like, fuck, what am I doing? Like, is this, you know, am I going to survive? Yeah. Thinking in my head, I was like, you know, good thing I didn't have my son back then. Cause you know, I could take that chance um going that building desks and then now you know he's uh he has about 20 employees bro and they're doing seven eight figures wow yeah he did it yeah and he's still and he's still growing so it's like for him he's the type of guy where hey he's gonna take that leap right yeah and then for him it's probably even more scary he has three kids oh shit right it's like hey i gotta make this money and uh either that or we're not gonna eat yeah you know i mean it's the same with you right Mm -hmm. it's like when you're your own business owner you work for yourself is like i gotta hustle yeah or no one's gonna eat right and then you have all these payments that you gotta you know pay on or whatever the case may be but yeah that was a scary time in my life um now what year was this this was in 2016 okay so not too long ago okay um and then yeah talk about connections right so that was one of the connections i made when i was back at you know the Westlake, the first advertising company i was with and then um, my boy, shout out to Randy, um, hit me up, was in San Francisco. He actually used to work in the Santa Barbara office. Gotcha. Um, and we actually played, you know, basketball together. And he actually hit me up. It was like, hey, are you interested in this position in San Francisco? Fuck. And I'm like. From Westlake. From Westlake. So guys, if you're listening, that's about what, 300 miles? 350, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. um I told you know talked it over with my wife and yeah. uh she always wanted to move to the bay area so i was like fuck it dude let's take the chance how long was that combo uh about five minutes <laughs> <laughs> 
she Des would, is a writer, bro. Yeah, yeah, she, bro. I give it up to her because she's, uh, she's given up a lot. Yeah. Um, she's quit her jobs just so we can do. I want to say what I want to do. Yeah. Right. Is like move to the bay, um, and she just dropped everything. You know. Um, so yeah, a lot of respect for that. Wow, dude. Um, yeah. So I moved up to the Bay Area, bro. I was up there for about four months. Um. I couldn't do it, bro. I, it was just like the transportation to go into the city. I was living in Oakland. Okay. So you'd have to take what they call BART, you know, which is yeah, the train yeah, 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 system. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just couldn't do it, bro. East Oakland, land of the sideshow, bro. I don't know. What, what does that mean? The sideshows? Yeah. Where they do like the, it's like the um, the takeovers, what they call them now. Yeah. That's where that shit originated in, oh. in Frisco, where they just block off the intersection oh, and do donuts okay. and yeah. shooting guns and shit like that. Remember just, when we were in the hyphy yeah, era? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's where I got that shit from. Got it. Like I would watch YouTube videos and see that shit and be like, wow, this is this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to bring that back, I feel like. <laughs> it's going, dude. It's is going. It really? now yeah just some it's, hood shit it's called the sideshows and they're pretty much ruining the car oh, scene oh yeah i think i remember seeing some of that they used to do it at like in and out too right mm -hmm. yeah that yeah. yeah that's crazy so i would want to go to oakland and fuck up their city but don't uh don't do it over here yeah, guys seriously so you lived in oakland how was that it was rough bro like not knowing anything out there you learn super quick yeah so when we would go to work we would take the train in and you can't park underneath like the overpass. If mm -hmm. you do, your shit's getting broken into. Really? Oh yeah, all day, bro. So we were lucky. We parked, like I said, I didn't know, right? So you park underneath the overpass or the underpass or whatever, the, you know. And um, we were lucky. I was able to, you know, nothing happened. And then once I came down, there was no parking under there. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to park, you know, where it's seen, yeah. not knowing. And um, come out off the train from work one day every fucking car's window was busted open no joke bro like nine cars windows were shattered and i'm like oh shit you know what's going on rough you know there's fucking tons of homeless people there yeah so they're you know going through cars and trying to pull whatever they can san francisco is the only place where i actually seen someone shooting up once i got off the train in public bro no way yeah it was it's crazy like everyone thinks like if you look from the outside in oh it's so cool yeah. like you have the bay you have the bridge Bro, it's you go inside. It's just like downtown LA, right? Yeah. It's like you see all the high buildings and the lights. You go to downtown LA, this shit is It's a scary place. And it's bro. dirty, bro. So Wow. They yeah. have the shit app. Yeah. They have so uh you find where what is it? You oh there's a shit right here. Yep. Let me mark it. Yep. And then you just know where to Well no, they have they pay people to go pick shit up. Is that what it is? Yeah, bro. They pay like it's like some stupid I mean I don't think it's like twenty five dollars an hour. And they go and pick up human feces. What? Yeah, bro. So, hey, you tell me if you can't make money, you can go pick up <laughs> shit and make money, bro. I'm telling you, right? Go to Frisco, pick up some shit. Bro, but yeah, that's the first time I've seen that. So how did that make you feel when you seen that dude shooting heroin or whatever it Bro, was? I was just like, hey, I've never seen anything like this. It makes you definitely appreciate, I mean, we're in Ventura County, you know, back home. Yeah. You know, so that's why I was like, hey, this is, this is not it. Fuck. you know um you must have been scared for des dude yeah because i mean our plan was always to come out we would just um carpool right we take the same car mm -hmm. and then if she ever got home earlier than i did or like got to the train station you know i'm like hey just go sit in the car 
And I'm like, this is not what I want to do, bro. Yeah. Like, this is not safe. Yeah. Right? And then you see, like, there's always sirens going off. And then we're in Oakland, so Fuck. Oakland's a little more hood. Yeah. You know, you, you literally cross one street and it gets ghetto. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the crazy part, it was definitely a good experience. The food was great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I was out there. I was running some big accounts in advertising. Um, definitely a good experience. Uh, and then after that, I had a buddy that pretty much started another startup company. Um, I've known him actually from the Best Buy day. So check this story out. I'm out here, you know, doing Geek Squad, doing a home theater install. He just moved, this guy, Kevin, just moved from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, we hit it off, bro. It was just like, hey, we, you know, I'm here to help you. We're going to put in your home theater stuff and, and, you know, put your network on. And um, pretty much we got into UFC, you mm-hmm. know. So we're like, hey, UFC, kick, you know. Just hit it off and uh, hooked all this stuff up. He gave me, like, we kind of exchanged contact information. And he's like, hey, you know what? And he's living in Calabasas, sorry. Gotcha. So he lives in Calabasas in this probably multi-million dollar house. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm looking, I'm like, man, what does this guy do? So he's actually in advertising. And I'm like, hey, I got to work for this guy or work with him, figure out this guy's fucking. You got that feeling right then. Yeah, well, he's like, he's this guy's caking bro yeah you know so i'm like all right i need to figure out like what this guy's doing mm-hmm. um so he goes hey man like um let's connect um i'll take you to a ufc fight we'll go to vegas and i'm like all right whatever you know what i mean thinking in my head like this guy's just fucking selling me wolf tickets yeah 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 so a week later this dude texts me he's like hey i got tickets to the ufc fight um it's coming you know in two weeks in mm-hmm. vegas i'm like oh shit okay like how do you want to do this he's like well i'll book your flight and i book your room and i'm like what the fuck and like he had his like secretary email me and be like hey can i get your full name for the plane ticket shut the fuck yeah bro so i was tripping out i've never experienced anything like that especially uh meeting this guy after a week right and i'm like what the fuck am i gonna have to like <laughs> yeah exactly line you out bro right, bro this shit ain't for free right i was like what am i gonna have to do bro like i'm not you know i don't get down like that so you know we go out there this guy literally so he brings out i'll tell you at the end there's yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. kicker but at the um he flies you know a couple of these guys out and i'm like all right cool you know i'm not gonna get raped or whatever the case may be right <laughs> or it's gonna be the complete opposite i'm just gonna get fucking yeah, you're gonna get anyway. raped by all the homies. yeah exactly <laughs> But that's not what happened. So, you know, we get out there. Um, Did bro, they have a car or something for you or what? They just, yeah, they fucking Ubered me to my hotel, bro. And I'm staying at not, not a cheap hotel. I'm at the Mandalay Bay. Okay. You know, I have before this whole, you know, yeah, all yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. happened. But I could see the whole strip and I'm like, Jesus, bro. Like, they put me in a suite. Like, this shit ain't cheap. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. He's like, hey, meet us downstairs. We're going to go to get food. And we're eating at, like, steak, bro. Like, this ain't no, you know, hey, we're going to the cafe. Yeah. So we have dinner. There's, like, five of us. Um, And then after that, we go to the shooting range. We go shoot automatic guns, bro. All paid for. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, after that, we go to the UFC fight. Fucking dope, right? So this is all the same night? Or same day, I mean? So the first day we go and do dinner, chill out, get settled in. Then we go to the shooting range, shoot fucking automatic guns. So that's dope. Yeah. Um, chill out that night. Call it kind of early 11 o'clock. Got you, For got Vegas, you. right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next night, you know, or the next day we do breakfast. Uh, the UFC fight's at like three. So we kind of chill out, gamble a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, bro, we go in and get bottle service. 
at where is this at aria uh-huh. like fucking ex- bro like literally i'm looking at these other dudes that are trying to get in the club and they're like not dressed up yeah right and they're like getting turned down the dude i go with literally in a jean jacket and some flip-flops and he's like we're getting bottles my name's on the list come on in so my thing after that i was like Dude, anybody that looks ghetto as fuck and they're in the club, they got fucking money. Yeah. They're not going to let anybody in, Yeah, you know, wearing flip-flops and a jean jacket. Yeah. And this guy probably, no joke, Frank, this dude probably spends about 12 grand in the club. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on, right? And they leave two full bottles there that they didn't even drink. (laughs) And I'm like, bro, like, what's going on here? So that's that night. Um, They leave a little early. I stay a little later. Um the next day everyone flies back out um with these other dudes that they brought in so they were still there i was chilling with them cool dudes yeah um at the end of the you know the whole trip i find out he's in advertising and uh all this is expense bro so the whole company is paying for it so i'm like fuck i could have gotten more shit right i mean the lobster (laughs) right (laughs) no and i was being all conservative because yeah yeah yeah. you know that asshole that's fucking of course you know running the bill up yeah um so it's all expense and it's like hey i'm taking my clients but you know you can be a client yeah um and that's how they got you know got away with it all and then you know so this guy you know i was synced up with them and we kind of you know contacted and then after San Francisco, going back to that story, he started his own company and I went to go work for him. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I was actually, I was there for about four months, but it just wasn't what I was looking for. Did know? it ruin the relationship? Um, We don't talk as much. Gotcha. We, we're still cool. Um, But yeah, I don't want to say it ruins the relationship, but it was just seen kind of differently now. Right. Yeah, because it's different to see somebody from like the time that they're having fun right. to the time when it's like time for business to right. get it done. Yeah, and I I came there not looking to have fun, but looking, you know, hey, he's a friend of mine. Like I want to help him grow his business. I knew I'm more on the technical side, so I can kind of just give like consulting advice um, at the time. So this moved me down from the Bay Area to Orange County. So okay. I was living in Irvine for about a year. Um. So I was there for about four months and then the same company, I know this is getting a little crazy, but the same company I was in the Bay Area asked me to come back to the LA office. Gotcha. So I was actually commuting for eight months, bro, from Irvine to LA. What was that commute like? Uh, going there is about an hour and 45 and then going home is at least two hours to two hour, two and a half hours. Ouch. Yeah, bro. Literally almost killed me. So. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. So I was there and I was running Sony Pictures account, mm-hmm. right? So um, back at this place... As everyone thinks, oh, it's pretty cool. You can run the Sony Pictures account. You know, we would go to the Sony lot in Culver City. Yeah. But, bro, it was some long nights. Like, my wife was pregnant at the time. I'd come home at midnight. Yeah, it was uh, 14, 16-hour days. Oh, my God. Um, by that time, though, I was um, I moved to L.A. Yeah. So, I was staying in Koreatown. Uh-huh. Um, so, it wasn't that bad of a commute, but... Dude, the long hours and my wife was, you know, I was there for a year and my wife was just like, hey, it's time to look for a new job because, you know, you can't be coming home. I'm pregnant, you know. Um, yeah. Was all of this causing conflict with the re- your relationship? No, not really too much, but I think it was just hard because um, she knew, you know, if that was going to keep going on, mm-hmm. um, it was just going to be going back into her pregnancy where she wasn't going to feel comfortable and then her staying home, you know, for the, the whole, newborn. Yeah. The newborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ended up going to and working in LA again, but back on the West side, kind of close to Santa Monica, Playa Vista area. 
um, working on another account. And then with all this happening, bro, it's like now I'm seeing where all that expense report stuff is coming from. Yeah. Right. So I have all these salespeople that want us to buy, like I said, their data where they're gathering all this data where they can sell to you. You know, and that's how they make their money. How do they sell it? It's like a database or something? There's or a database and they can push it to these platforms like Google um, and other platforms where you buy the advertising space. Got you. Um, and uh, so at this time, they're taking you to Laker games, hockey games, steak dinners. I mean, anything you can really think of, bro. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they'll fly you out to South by Southwest if you want to go. It's like literally never ending. That's Sony. No, so these are like different, um, I want to say vendors that gotcha. want us to use their data on the Sony account. Gotcha. So it's like I said, it's like, hey, we know these people are interested in buying movie tickets. Mm-hmm. So let's sell you those users or those that audience, they call them. Um, and then that's how they would make their money. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. So would that would there feel would you feel any obligations like when you go to these trips? Did it make you feel kind of weird? Um, I mean, I got just so used to it. You know, once I moved to San Francisco at the time, it was a nightly thing. So these like younger kids, so you know, the cost of living in San Francisco. So yeah. we'd have these younger kids going out to dinner and like packing food up, bro, because they can't, they could barely afford to the rent. Yeah. So if they can go out every night, get a dinner, pack food, they're good for, you know, a couple days and they'll do it again. Yeah. Bro, because you're talking about three grand to $3,500 a month for rent, wow. you know? So... You know, at that time, and that's happening every night, you know, um, I was lucky enough to bring Des along my wife and we'd be able to, before we had our son, be able to go and have a good time, go to these games, dinners, they'll bring the girls to manicures and pedicures, they'll bring lunch into the office. And this is all because they want to make money. At the end of the day, they're all commission based. Yeah. So the more money, you know, we spend with them, the more they're going to cake, right? And we're talking about someone that's making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year right and if you know they don't they don't hit their commission goal you're talking about half their money because they're normally the 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 way that they get paid is like say if they have a base of 100 grand they'll be one to one so 100 grand and then their commission is up to 100 grand so you're talking about a quarter they can make an extra 25 racks yeah right so their whole goal is to make wine and dine these people so they can pretty much make money i mean and at the end of the day it's like hey you know you're not gonna go to dinner and just send them a check yeah right you're gonna go to dinner with them so they're having fun um but that's kind of the whole thing um with the advertising space it's just crazy there's so much shit going on they have all these events um so it's like a lot of glitz and glam especially if you're out of college right and you don't know we had a lot of people just right out of college um that wouldn't know how the advertising space would work. So it's like, hey, you know, we're going to go to dinner tonight. You know, we have this person taking us. Yeah. And then now that's all they expect is that type of treatment. So, you know, you and I working at Best Buy, if we ever got free lunch, it was just like, hell yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Little Caesars. Exactly. Five bucks, throw me a bone. Right. Now, you know, that's all they know is like, hey, are we hitting Mastro's up tonight? Are we hitting up the steak? Yeah. You know, Gordon Ramsay's. And this is the type of shit that they do, bro. So I was like, or whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So people would go in buying, you know, $150 steaks, Woo! right? You know, packing it up for the next day and bringing it in, to, you know, to work or to, just to survive. Even in LA, you know, you're paying a shit ton of rent. So, yeah. And then after that, I went and went on the West side, worked there um, on some pretty big accounts, um, living in K-Town, um, 
K-Town food's awesome. Yeah. You know, Korean barbecue. And Hell yeah. Shit, so. Did you find a good Korean barbecue spot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's some Korean name. <laughs> I can barely pronounce it. But no, that shit's fire. How uh, was that neighborhood? It was rough, bro. I yeah. mean, I feel like it's getting gentrified, but it, yeah, to, to raise a kid there. Yeah. That's kind of the reason why we ended up moving to Dallas. Um, my wife can go outside and, you know, walk, you know, take the baby for a walk. Yeah. We had our, you know, we had our baby at the time. Um, so I was like, Hey, it's time to get the fuck out. So of your here. son was born right there in Koreatown, right there. Yeah. Down, um, almost downtown. Really? So he was born. Yeah. Um, which was crazy. I never thought I'd be living in, first of all, I never thought I'd be living in any of these places besides, mm-hmm. you know, Ventura County. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I was given the opportunity. I was out in LA on the West side for about almost 10 months. And then they told me that there was a spot opening up in Dallas and, uh, you know, we we're all about it. You yeah. Know, I was able, I was luck, lucky to t- keep my same salary in LA. Cause you know, in Dallas there's no state tax. Yeah. Everything is a lot cheaper cost of living. Yeah. I'm lucky enough where, you know, I live on top of like a coffee shop where I can just literally go down the elevator and go get coffee. And there's a little like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. There's a bar across the street. So I can go there and just crawl home if I ever get hammered. Very cool, but, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. That same place in like LA, you're talking probably like four grand. Yeah. And I pay like, you know, a little over two. Yeah. For a 1700 square foot apartment. Mm-hmm. So something like that, you know, you can't be, but you know, you can't ever, I don't know, with family being out here, it's definitely hard. You yeah. Know, you look at, uh, you know, money's good, but the end of the day if you know have friends and family it doesn't really matter yeah like what are you gonna spend your money on yeah dude that's dope that you uh that you're finding that because a lot of people yeah. never realize that you know yeah i mean like uh you know you know we have a you know we have infinity so it's a pretty nice car but at the end of the day bro if you're staying inside all day like you know you can only shop online so much yeah you know um but yeah i mean that's kind of the whole story of how i got into you know advertising and kind of how, where it led me so as of now you're still in dallas at the same advertising place yeah so i'm in dallas um we're like like i said we're looking to move back in hopefully a month or two hell and yeah just get back into ventura county and wife is looking to for another kid grow the family nice um but yeah that's the plan man so even just coming home for a week and a half is just you definitely take the place for granted yeah you know like when i my house and i still own property here so my house is like two miles away from the beach yeah i never went to the beach when i lived out here and then now you know riding up you know 101 and seeing the coast it's like bro you don't fucking there's no coast in texas everything's flat you get no mountains Mm -hmm. it's hot as fuck it's humid so you definitely uh you know take that and you look back and you're like fuck this is what i left for and then now my wife is like why did we move to texas yeah i mean it's good like i don't love it i don't hate it you know it's 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 good and it's bad but you know at the end of the day family and friends weigh a little bit more than money yeah no definitely man and um i always try to harp on that and maybe you can relate with me on this dude early in my life like i was very money hungry dude oh yeah like, that was my focus right that's why i was always hustling right. to get money to just i don't even know why there was nothing that i really wanted to buy right. you know that i didn't have any goals set like i want to get this car or these parts or whatever right. it was just something in my head like i held money so high right 
and I always wanted to appear like I had money right. and flossing and shit like that, right. you know? And I got to the point, I don't know even when it was, it couldn't have been that long ago, dude, yeah. where I started realizing like, I have money now, dude, and I'm still, I, I don't feel like I thought I was going to feel. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, everybody thinks like, okay, so you have all this money, dude. Everything is beautiful. You know, you, but even if you have that house on the mountain in the hill and you're looking over Hollywood, like right. at the end of the day, that's a pool. Yeah. It's just a pool. Right. And you're just in a backyard looking at some mountains. Yeah. If you don't have anybody there to spend that time with, to build memories with, like, what good is all that right. shit? What it's shit. All of this stuff is material shit. Like yeah. it's just things. Right. But even even earlier today, I posted on on uh in on Facebook right. that like um it was it was something like uh an ek is always gonna be an ek. You mm -hmm. leave it there for ten years, it's still gonna be an ek. Right. But your kid is not gonna be a kid. In, <laughs> right. It's not gonna be a kid. Right. In, 10 no, years no 100 percent. yeah you know? i mean i think definitely uh and maybe with you too even having a stepson it just you take a step back and you're like none of this shit matters man. yeah hell yeah the only thing that matters is my son eats my family eats um bro i drive a prius now bro you've seen the cars i've gone through yeah. i had a fucking evo 9 i've had the camaro wrx now i drive a fucking 2013 prius bro. yeah you know what i mean like at the end of the day it gets me a to b it's nice to have nice things um but yeah I don't know. Like you're saying, it's just all materials, right? Yeah. I, to me, you know, you could save as much money as you want, but I don't think it matters at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Family, friends. Like, I'd rather come chill with my boys, come chill with you, um, and fucking roll up in a fucking hoopty, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know you know how it is. Like, yeah. you used to buy that fucking... How many hoopties did you go through, bro? Dude, I had so many fucking hoopties. Uh, didn't I get... Which one? Didn't I get one from you? The Miata? I don't know. I gave you a Miata. The Miata. You gave me the Miata. That shit yeah. didn't even make, <laughs> didn't even it, make it back to the shop. <laughs> Dude, I put it on Instagram. I said, hey, whoever wants this Miata, come pick it up. It's at the shop. Pink slips on. <laughs> it's unlocked. Come get no it. No way. Yeah, and someone hit me up at 11 o'clock at night. He's like, hey, is it still available? I said, yeah, dog, go get it. Like, I hope it's not there in the morning. And yeah, he came and picked no it up. Shit. Dude. Yeah, I wanted to. Well, I actually did end up making some kits for it. So nice. that, well, that yeah, ended yeah. up working out. Yeah. But yeah, I had that. I had the uh, the Festiva. Remember the oh, Festiva? Wait, I think I got that from Jimmy, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I don't even remember. Wait, what dude. was the first one, though? Um, the Frank the Tank. That's right. It was the, the 86 uh, Camouflage. Yeah, shit. that was the shit, dude. So I had Frank the Tank. I had um, that Prelude with the flip-up lights. Oh, yeah. Remember with the pink wheels? Oh, my. This is all working at Best Buy, guys. This is just like. Wait, going back to Frank the Tank, was that the one that had like three, three tw 12s in the back? Three FUBAR 12s <laughs> in the back. What was that brand? Insignia, yeah. right? No. It was. No, it wasn't. Dying. No. It was something. It was but Insignia. It was it was something i don't some know some best buy brand yeah so the the part part number was fubar f-u-b-a-r <laughs> and that what is that in like military is like fucked up beyond all recognition something like that's that. what that stands for oh, it's wow. like oh it's fubar you know it's yeah. like it's like uh military lingo i'm like why would you put that as your part number 
you know but anyways yeah, i had that the three shit, yeah that shit would rock bro. slab time oh my God. and this was all just pretty much free equipment that i got from cars left over right. or what have you so i had the 312s i had four six by nine screwed to the roof <laughs> so i didn't give a fuck where the screws went i just put the box there <laughs> and then like and then i just hooked them up to all the amps and that shit was slapping tinted all the windows from walmart tint oh my god that car was classic dude so frank the tank rest i was in always peace. A, yeah i was always afraid of that uh you were gonna turn it up so loud that the car was gonna fall apart, <laughs> i mean when you have 312s at what they were like a thousand watts yeah something. dude it, it was, was bumping bro yeah. i think you had i think you had more audio equipment than the car was worth oh definitely dude <laughs> and i had an alarm in it and i had power door locks like i was just doing the most ridiculous shit to it just because we were fucking bored yeah you know yeah but yeah, I know what you mean, dude. It's like you know, it's cars are tight and everything. But like, I have the M4 and I'm driving the Altima. I saw that. I'm I was like, like "Is Frank here?" <laughs> and I saw the sticker on the back. I was like, "I mean, yeah, you can relate, right?" Like I don't give a fuck, right. dude. Yeah, like uh, the M4. After I get rid of that car, I'm just like, ah, eh, I don't, I don't even know what I'll get. Yeah. Like, I feel like at this point in my life that I really don't have much to prove to anybody yeah. you know it's it, the things that i want to prove to people are things like this like yeah. the podcast right this is what i want to prove to people right i don't give a fuck about material things like i don't want people to look at me and think like oh this dude has this or has that i right. want to be cool with him right. i want you to be cool with me because of of me yeah. of me as a person and all that shit is whatever you know yeah i remember when you first eh, maybe about a year or two in I was like, yo, so what's the goal? You're like, Lambo. Yeah. Lambo. Hell I'm yeah. like, all right, bro, like, do it. And, I, you know, I have no doubt that you could probably get a Lambo right now. Yeah, dude. But it's, it's just like, just, like you said, right? For like, what? Right, though? right. You know, like, I can get the Lambo, but it's not like I can drive a Lambo all day, right. every day. Right. You know, you see Lambos, and it's even like a 2005 Lambo, like right. 5,000 miles. 5,000? Right. I have almost fucking like 40 on the M, bro. Right. What are you talking? I'm going to drive that once a week? Right. Fuck that, yeah. dude. Like, why am I going to spend all my money on that right. shit dude you well know, just like um i don't know he's on the breakfast club did you see the t-pain interview no bro so he said he had like 40 million dollars and they're like what's the most expensive and stupid thing you bought he's like i bought a bugatti yeah and he said he drove he had it for three months and he said the radiators went out and they're like oh you got rid of it and he's like yeah it was gonna cost me like 90 grand to fix <laughs> And he said he went from forty million dollars, bro, to broke. Like he was struggling to buy like Burger King. Really? Yeah, dude. So it's like I said, at the end of the day, it's like you have all that shit, but you know you're gonna go broke, and you don't want to pay. You know, you buy a one point two million dollar car, and you want to spend ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, to get it serviced. So for what, dude? That's just gonna make people um, that I don't want to attract be attracted to me right you know right and then have the wrong people that yeah. are going to be gravitating towards me right i already have the wrong people already people right. wanting shit from me and right. my antennas are up all the fucking time just right. like what the fuck is this guy's intention right. right why is this dude even hitting me up right. you know do you feel like ever since the company was made do you feel like people are coming i don't want to say coming after you but like trying to get a handout hell yeah. yeah hell yeah bro i have friends that i've known forever dude that every time i see them it's must it's one of those like must be nice kind of things uh, i'm like fuck you bro you seen me right. grind from the beginning dog yeah you Talk know about the beginning shit tell them tell them about <laughs> fucking um shout out to my guy simon dog you know yeah so i remember you going on what was the website and M nwp for N life yeah so i remember you you were on there when you were slow at work and like yo what are you doing bro and he's like you know, you were getting back into like the, you were just getting into Honda. Yeah. And then you started getting into tucking and, and all that. And you're like, bro, I'm going to start doing screws. And I'm like, what do you mean screws? Like 
I'm gonna, you know, do dress up kits like, you know, purple and shit that mm-hmm. would accent the. And I'm like, all right, you know, dope. And then, uh, yeah, Simon, another guy that worked at Best Buy, you know, was just like, Frank, that's stupid. Yeah, no, that shit will never sell. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and I honestly think that you made the company just because he said that you couldn't do it. It was a good motivation, bro. Yeah. And uh, I don't hold it against him. No, you know, no. it was just it was sometimes those like real reality things that people say. Yeah. You know, it could stop you or it could make you be like, yeah, well, maybe I can right. and we'll see. You right. know, I'd love to have a conversation with him <laughs> to this day. And I guarantee that he wouldn't have the same uh, thought about oh, yeah. it, you know, but it's just sometimes you just got to show people your vision before besides just telling them yeah. the vision. Yeah, I thought that was kind of crazy. And I honestly, like, I was like, he's probably just doing this just to show you that he can. And yeah. then it kind of just turned, <laughs> you know, I mean, look at where we're sitting now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks, Simon. Yeah, shout out to Simon, <laughs> dude. It was It's crazy, though, man. It's like yeah. when, when all that shit was happening just yeah. in the beginning, I didn't have this vision. Right. The, the biggest that I thought that Downstar was going to be was going to be a nice side hustle. Right. So I have my regular day-to-day job, right. and then I have this thing that I just make money on the side right. and i have two forms of income right you know but ever since that my paypal deposits were more than my check and my check was taking like all of my time right like dude why the fuck am i even working here right. you know so when did we so when did you actually start when did you start downstar i started downstar in 2009 april 2009 is that when you went full-time no okay so that's when you so how much money in the bank did you have before you took the leap it w- well, do you mean to start the brand or no? To when you quit Best Buy, so like, obviously that's the biggest fear, right? Is everyone taking yeah. the leap and going from a full time job to be like, yeah. hey, I need to put all my fucking efforts into my company, yeah? Because it's like, hey, ten grand's a lot of money, but it's like, how long is that gonna last you, right? Yeah, I think that like it was at a steady pace mm-hmm. where every month, every six months, it was just climbing and climbing. Right. So I. I didn't feel it felt like the more time that I put into it, the more I got out of right. it. Right. So it wasn't really much of like a fear kind of thing. Right. It was just kind of like, uh, well, this is going to be a change of life. Right. Should should I do this? Should I not? Right. I really didn't ask anybody. I didn't ask my parents or nothing. It was right. just kind of one of those things that I'm like, OK, I guess this is going to be the week, you know, and did you- this was around the time that I had met Ash. I met Ash um, on the april 1st okay so i quit probably like the 24th mm-hmm. or something like that right. you know so, somewhere in there i think i say the 24th because that's c2's birthday shout out to c2, c2. But, <laughs> but um anyways i ended up quitting my job just because i'm like yo i don't want to just not spend time with ash right you know i don't want to have to be oh i can't go do this right. i'm working man fuck work bro yeah. you know and to go back to what you're saying it was probably like eight thousand bucks something okay. like that right. that i had in my bank and right. at that time you know at best buy i was making it was like 1850 an hour right. which was but which that's that's good money right, even bro. now that's still right. cool money but it wasn't um i wasn't even working all the time right because i didn't want to right i was making money from downstar mm-hmm. i was working at best buy and i was leaving every chance that i could oh, i yeah. was probably making like or working like 25 30 hours right. a week full-time employee just because i'm like uh, i'd rather be doing something else right right now yeah i yeah i probably can everyone is probably afraid of taking that leap yeah right? and it's like when is it the right time to take the leap is like hey i have a full-time job 
but then I, if I focus more on here, I'm going to make more money. Right. It's like, when is it going to be like, Hey, I need to take a step back. Well, for me, it was so plain. Yeah. And so it like, I I think that my situation is kind of on the more rare side of things because everything that I've done to this point, it just felt easy and natural and that could be the kind of person that i am and the way that i think about things but i've never been like oh i was eating top of ramen and i had to spend the last money to fulfill this order it's never been like that and i wonder if it's just because i my struggles been different Mm -hmm. or because of the way that i like approach situations but the biggest thing was is when i get my deposit from best buy and then you can see your bank statements that deposits and one is like significantly larger and it didn't even take anything to really do it. Right. Best Buy is taking me fucking 30 hours right. out of my 40 week. 40 hours, yeah. And not regular hours, stupid hours, right. fucking two to eight or right. something like that. You're ruining my whole fucking day. Right. And then I have to go home and, and you know, pack a bolt and be up late at night and make sure I get to the post office at lunch. Right. And I'm like, why am I even doing this? So it, to me, it was... It was natural. I should have done it in 2011. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I remember you going, I was like, hey, let's go grab lunch. No, bro, I got to go to the post office and drop off some shit. I'm like, all right, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I it's mad respect for that, bro. Thank because you, some bro. people don't, you know, they always, I mean, I was always that dude, right? It's like, hey, I want to do this. I want to do that. But it's just like execution. And as much as you hear like those fucking guys, Gary Vee and, yeah. and those other dudes, like you just got to do it. But it's like, bro, it's not just like you got to do it. It's like, you know, you got to look back and be like, hey, there's going to be some consequences. And like, hey, if this shit don't work out, like, what yeah. am I supposed to do? Well, let's touch on that a little bit because you've always had a bunch of ideas. Yeah. And you've always been the person who, like, you've had that hustler yeah. mentality. But it always seems like something gets in the way. Yeah. From the outside looking in, I always thought it was you getting in your own way yeah. no, of it, things. It probably was, bro. I mean, for me, I've always been the guy that would start something but never finish you know and i feel like i was just probably trying to do too much at once yeah where i'm grasping at 90 different things and you know in the air like oh maybe i need to do this maybe i need to do that so and then i was like at the end of the day i'm like dude fuck this you know i have a good job i'm just gonna do that and then something else happens right yeah i get this idea um you know and then shit happens again right and like how do i execute this what am i gonna do here and then you know, I think right now just focusing on the thing that we were talking about is, is, uh, and, and just moving forward there, you know, one thing at a time. Yeah. So let's get into, um, when you wanted to start the skate brand, yeah. let's see if we could look back at that and kind of break it down. Yeah. So me and my brother were looking at, you know, we started a skate brand, um, and then, uh, you know, got the boards going and it, you know, the hardest thing is to keep on track on, now it's social media right it's yeah like, that's how you make your following and how you do it you know we went hard for probably a good six months you know and then we're like kind of just fell off you know we were going to la we were getting these like young dudes that were killing bro really bro like these dudes were one dude was probably 12 years old bro and he's doing like the hollywood whatever the hollywood 12 yeah bro and he's like I'm like, bro, how are you even getting that high? You know yeah. what I mean? And he's just doing it. Like, these kids have no fear, bro. Yeah. So we're out there. I'm like, hey, you know, we own a board company. We'd like to just shoot you some boards and just kind of give us some shout outs. Yeah. You know, and we had this other kid that we'd go to Simi Valley. Um, I was out there, bro, and just kind of just going. You know, yeah. it was always, I felt like I've always just put too much on myself or I've relied on a lot of other people and they just wouldn't pull their weight. Yeah. You know, so I was like, 
even right now, like trying to look for retail space. I feel like I'm in Dallas, bro, and I'm trying to look for retail space out here. Yeah, you know, I already met with you know five, you know, on five different places, and I'm like, dude, if you're gonna come into business with me, you know, put some weight or pull some weight, right? Yeah. And it's like, bro, I can't be doing everything at once. Yeah. So it's like at the end of the day, it's like, do I just go into business myself? It's the scarier part, right? Because you're gonna have to front more money, yeah. especially having retail space, right? You have rent that you got to pay. Um, but, it, you know, I don't know. It's like, I'm going to, do I put, you know, 25, 30 grand in or do I go half with someone and take less of a risk? Well, okay, everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be back in one minute. Yo, what's up, fool? Make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress up needs. Get it popping over here. We have all the kits for the K-Series, the B-Series, the transmission, the mounts, the engine, the Toro, baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame, 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us what's up, dog. I need some fucking boss in this bitch hit us up downstarting.com hey and if you got an instagram slide in our fucking dm at downstar wait hit up the homie frank underscore downstar he's the one that takes care of all the dms hit that level up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely you know what i'm saying my i'm only speaking from my personal right. experiences. Right. Me knowing you as long as I have, knowing your personality and how you are. Yeah. I know that you're like a creative person and right. you have your vision. And when you invite somebody else in to to go along with your vision, right. that's where you can hit some roadblocks. Right. You know, and that's why I've never brought anybody in yeah. to Downstar. Downstar is a hundred percent me, right. nobody else, and that that gives me the freedom to do whatever i want right now say if i did have a partner right and i'm doing this podcast and the partner says yo you're doing this for 10 hours out of the week like right. who's doing the other stuff what's going on with with downstar this isn't making any money like right. you know i don't want to have to answer to anybody because right. at the end of the day what these are the this passion that you have, right. this goal that you have, it's not about making money. It's about fulfilling something inside of right. you. Everything that I do here is creating. Right. You know, whether we're creating this podcast, right. creating uh, videos or social media or whatever, all of that stuff is a representation of me mm -hmm. and my creativity. Right. You know, so if somebody isn't on that same page as me, it's not gonna. It's not gonna feel authentic, and uh, naturally, I'm not gonna give my hundred percent to it because uh, uh, this isn't kind of what I thought. But okay, cool. Let's right. do it. I understand it. You know, the best thing would be is to have like a silent partner. Look, dude, I'm gonna give you this much percentage right. of the business. I need this to help start up, and I mean, just let me do my thing. Right. You know. So if you do like that type, so there's two different types of ways that I was thinking about. It, it was like, hey, you go in with a business partner they get their half or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be, right? They'd be a silent partner or, you know, and they're there for the long haul. Yeah. Or they invest, say, hey, you invest 10 grand. Maybe I just give, you know, 12 grand back. So there's that type of investment too, right? There's pretty much any anything right. that you would want to do. And I would say, to be honest, I would say that that would be the more ideal situation right. is like, look, dude, 
you know me you know i'm a fucking hustler i just need this capital right, right. now give me 50 grand right give me one year and i'm gonna give you 75 right you're making 25 grand off of this right and you don't have to do anything you don't have to touch anything just help me out right. with this something like that maybe right. not even that high right, right right you know you could give them 60 10 grand right you know if for this not doing anything for not doing anything right. if this person has a lot of money and right. they're just like has small investments right. everywhere but then you go to the point where hey i'm gonna give you say 50 grand mm -hmm. you say you're gonna give me 60 grand but what if this fucking business doesn't work then you still got to pay that 60 that's grand. what i'm saying right but in the other you know scenario is like you give me 50 grand we're 50 50 partners this shit don't work out then you know i don't owe you shit you don't owe me shit right? but then that gives more excuses for a plan b if if you owe this person 60 grand right. at the in one year right that's a hundred percent your responsibility. Right. If this person puts in fifty grand right. into the business, maybe they don't care about the right. fifty grand as much as you do. The significance of this this business that you you're gonna create mm -hmm. isn't as valuable to somebody else because they're giving you something that isn't as important to them. Right. Unless it's somebody that has as much to lose as you do and you're in the same kind right. of kind of positions you know hey i got a family too man i'm trying to figure something out i'm right. trying you know so it, it can work out right. in that way but you know i just know from my experiences mm -hmm. man maybe there's somebody listening right now saying like yeah it's, this is the best way or that's the best way hey shoot it yeah you know let me know yeah. what would be the best idea yeah i think like that's the only fear right is like hey you go and you're like yo i need 25 grand mm -hmm. i'm gonna give you say 30 grand in a year but you're like fuck this shit didn't work out bro where do i come up with 25 grand yeah you see what i'm saying you got to make that shit happen right that's it and or, that, those are the kind of pressures just as a pressure of having right. a kid right would be right i have a kid i gotta make this shit ha there right. is no plan b right. i have to make this shit happen right. you have to look at things like zero plan b right you gotta make this shit happen do you ever feel like you're in that position fuck no dude i never think of a plan b bro yeah. this downside 100 percent, dude if this if this doesn't work if people stop buying from downstar right. tomorrow i'll figure something else right. out but i'm not gonna think about yeah i'm not gonna put that energy in the world right in my mind there is no end of downstar right there could be uh, you know different changes or whatever just like best buy right there's no end of best buy there right. is no good guys right. is going to happen right. to best buy no circuit city is going to happen right. to best buy because everything is so fluid it's right. so moving as long as there's currency out there mm -hmm. i'm going to figure out a right. way to get it and now i have a, a jump on everybody because i have the equity in this name right no matter what the fuck it does this name represents something and right. it represents like making nothing to something right but did you ever feel like you were at a point when you were low and how if you ever be like you know we're doing five thousand dollars a month you know yeah, example yeah. right shit we're only doing 2500 and then next month we're doing a little bit lower whatever the case may be how would you actually just answer that question first because then i'll go into the next one i I'm, like interview i have you ask me whatever <laughs> dude. i love when we yeah. have like yeah dialogue back and forth yeah. dude um I've never gotten to that point where things were scary. Right. You know, and I'm definitely prepared for it. Mm -hmm. 
but we haven't you yeah. know because even at the end of the day ash still makes good money right. doing her shit right you know so it's not like i'm the only person the only breadwinner right it's like a lot of the stuff that we do is in excess mm-hmm. and i know it is right. because i've lived on that other end where you're just eating like hot dogs or whatever right. for dinner costco. you know costco whatever shout it out is to shout out fuck yeah costco <laughs> costco kept me fed so many times right. dude but I, I know how to live in that space. Right. So if we needed to move into a one-bedroom apartment, there's no, right. nothing to right. me, dude. Right. So I think with that mentality that I have, it doesn't matter if people stop buying shit. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll stop eating out all the time right. or I'll stop buying car parts right. or, or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Dude, Just the, adjusting. I've never let myself get that close to, to the bottom where I'm just like, what the fuck did I do? Right. And when people do that shit, it's because they're just tricking off, right. buying all kinds of stupid shit, dude. It's like, I rarely buy things, yeah. dude. Like I'm a hustler at the end of the day, bro. And, and hustlers, they make sure that home base is taken care of. Right. You make sure you have enough to re-up on that fucking, that next package. Right. You don't let yourself get to a point where you're just like, oh shit, that's not a hustler. Right. You know, that could be another person. That could be how other people think, you know, mm-hmm. once I get, I'm making a hundred grand this year. Fuck yeah, I'm going to buy this and this right. and this. So once that hundred grand stops coming in, you're just like, oh my God, what do yeah. I do? Like, nah, dude, yeah. I, I'm looking at fucking, you know, five years ahead right. and be like, dude, I'll be good with the money I have right now for the next five years. Because if it came down to it, I could just get a small ass apartment and, you know, get another job, go work at Popeye's and run that bitch in a year. Right. That, no, challenge. that challenge, yeah. dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been at a point where you're like, hey, we're steady? but I want to grow the business. And what did you do to like ramp up the business? We're like, Hey, like, okay, Honda bolts and all that shit is we're good. But now I want to get to the next level. Shit, like, We're in that position right now. Yeah. You know, um, last year was a huge year for, for growth. Uh, a lot of things happened last year that really opened my eyes mm-hmm. up that made me, um, tighten up and made me realize that, yo, a lot of these people in this, in, in my space mm-hmm. are in my space because of, of, what we represent right. you know so once the tide changes they just left all those people are gone you right. know people that i considered friends right. acquaintances supporters all that shit is fluid dude and you get to find out who's really here with you right so with me having to tighten up things i realized that yo i don't owe these people anything because when it came time to it like they didn't have my back on shit so i don't owe them they're they're not even in the equation right anymore so it's like I see I see what Downstar is and you know we're we're doing all the thing with Hondas and hardware and shit like that right. but it's pretty much self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm around to answer questions and to like facilitate everything moving good but it's just like I don't have to prove myself anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean do you like you said hey you're like at a standstill, right? So Not yeah. at a standstill but like do you think so yeah. so let me get back to that so yeah. i've we've been grinding for the last 10 years or whatever i built the name downstars uh established in the community mm-hmm. but i mean i lose some of the uh the the passion i don't want to say the passion for hondas but like of being creative because mm-hmm. I've, I've how many times do i have to like beat the dead horse or yo we're the number one supplier of hardware right. we have the freshest shit you know right. like 
right. we're on all the best cars right. we're on the 16 year old kids car who just got into hondas mm-hmm. and we're at like the top 10 sema cars like we're touching every area of the spectrum like how much more do right, i need exactly. to keep feeding this mm-hmm. you know right this isn't what i want to show people i don't want to show people like yo we're the fucking bolt kings right. i want to show people what downstar really represents right. which is taking nothing to something mm-hmm. and then i'm like you know what i really really want to do something with uh like this kind of space where there's a free free form of speaking and that's kind of like what huffy talk was Mm -hmm. at the beginning and then i just realized that i was putting too much of what i wanted it to be in other people's hands so that's when i decided to do the podcast and ever since i've been doing this dude it's just like lit another fire inside of me yeah that it's just like damn i can pretty much build anything that i put my mind to and it's going to become something yeah i mean even watching some of the old podcast i'm like how in the fuck did you get this guy on here bro yeah you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like never thought any of these dudes would you know get on here even just word of mouth i'm assuming right or, yeah you know just reaching out yeah like yo what's up man you want a pod and if you're a hustling person you realize that everything is an opportunity right so you being on this podcast that you're gonna post it up and your circle may or may not listen to it right the network that you've created Mm -hmm. you know my network is going to listen to this and be like damn that brandon guy he was a cool dude you know let me see what he's about right your future endeavors they might play interest into that and then where where things go from it's just like if you're that kind of hustler i don't care if your podcast gets like 50 views a time hit me up i'm down to go on yeah because those 50 people are 50 people that can be on my team right as well because you as a consumer right you have you're a, a teammate in so many teams mm-hmm. in jujitsu right in ufc right. in networking you know in marketing right. in everything this, this that is you're part of all those kind of teams you know so so do you think the guys that like are they have that ego right where say you're talking i don't know george clooney right yeah like hey i don't want to come on this fucking podcast do you think they're losing out on on some sh- on some shit um i do yeah but maybe they don't right maybe the the level that they've reached is a level that they don't they don't really care about growth right anymore and shit more power to them you know yeah it's uh they don't have that hunger anymore this isn't gonna get them closer to their goal and maybe their goal is say george clooney or something is an acting goal Mm -hmm. right but then there's other people that are would be as big say as uh, like mikey taylor right. right mikey taylor was on here and he's doing so much other shit right. and he realizes that yo this is this is a pie over here that maybe i can take a piece of right you know have him pre- present him to our audience and maybe people will kind of be a fan of his now right. dude. you're just fucking fishing bro you're yeah. throwing that shit out there right. and all that takes is maybe a couple hours out of your day yeah, I was tripping on the Mikey Taylor pod, bro. Yeah, dude. I, was, I didn't know he Shout was out, out to him, he man. He was out here racing, bro. Yeah, me I neither, like, dude. What? I heard like on the streets, you know, yeah. I heard a, I heard a couple people would say like about how he used to come out here and stuff, but I didn't know it was like the same thing that we were doing. It's pretty yeah, crazy, I mean, dude. Uh, yeah, those in and out meets were crazy, bro. Yeah, man. That was I good ass times. Definitely miss those. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I think like back to the hustler mentality, I think it's just I think the hardest thing is execution, bro. On my side, at least. Yeah. Right? It's just like, hey, 
you have this plan, you have everything written down. Now what? Like, where do I yeah. start? And I know you're like, hey, you pretty much put on Facebook on your social media was like, this is how you start. You know, mm-hmm. you get your website mm-hmm. and then you just move forward. And I'm like, all right, you know, now you got to find out. And there's always ways, right? If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. As they always say, you know, it's crazy as, you know, they always say. Yeah. But, um, you know, where do you, what do you do after that? And mm-hmm. I think maybe it's just me is I'm thinking too many steps ahead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, dude. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people just get in their way right. on it. You know, I have people t- talking to me about, um, you know, oh, I have this, you know, shift knob, dude, and I want to start selling it, but I don't know how to get like a business license. I'm like, Bro, you're talking what you're saying right now is, yo, I need to build I need to make pies, but I don't know how to get uh, in contact with the CEO of Marie Calendars. Right. Like what the fuck, dude? You're not even there, bro. Right, right. Sell that shit out of your trunk first. Yeah. Sell it to your family first. Right. You know, if you're making shift knobs, dude, like make sure that people fuck with your shit. Right. You know, and then you start at a small scale and then when it's time, it'll get to that right it's you're you're thinking way too ahead and then you're overwhelming yourself right and you you can overwhelm yourself so easy thinking about christmas right now you know (laughs) yeah why are you going to be thinking about that shit you have four or five months until you get to that right don't think about that you keep the train fucking moving dude how how do you think that you got your following you have i mean you have a couple ig accounts right yeah and then i know obviously You've never done like paid media. No. Right? So yeah. like all that shit is organic. 100% organic. So dude. how did you get the following? Like I know from my spent, you know, going back to the to the skateboard thing, right? Is like that was the hardest thing, bro, is like getting organic following, right? Yeah. So I know you go out and 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 go to different cities and go to all, you know, the Honda shows and all the just car shows in general. Was that one of the ways that Hell you Hell yeah, okay. dude. At the beginning, that was one of the ways to go is like people can see things online, but to actually see the product in person, meet the owner in person, have a person-to-person interaction with them. Right. Dude, I've made so many salespeople all over the world just because i spent five minutes talking with them and i mean a salesperson because when they're in the garage with their friends and their friends like oh yeah i don't know what bolts to downstar you need to get downstar that guy's fucking cool i met him and this and that right that's a salesperson for me right you know they're selling the product for me and i don't even have to do shit right but it took for me to to make that opportunity happen Mm -hmm. when we go to these shows i'm not just setting up a booth and then after it's done going to the hotel right i'm there selling shit having conversations building relationships with these people after the show go to the go take a shower or whatever come out see other car people go chop it up with them hang out with them and it's just like naturally just building relationships dude and it's I think that that's a skill that I have that other people don't have is right. putting myself in uncomfortable situations and being comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, going back, I guess that was probably, would you make a lot of money like going and doing these, um, these shows at the beginning? Yeah. Because you have to think that there's nobody that's aware of your product in right. this area, this area, this area, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're not following certain social media pages. Maybe they're not following us on Instagram. Right. And there were so many times where people would see our product and they'll be like, Oh man, where are you guys from? Or they wouldn't even know about it. But right now that's kind of like very rare, right? It's more of a meet and greet kind of thing. When people come to the booth, it's kind of like, Oh yeah, I have that. I have this, I have that, right. which is dope. Right. But you know, I kind of tap out that market already there's nowhere that we really go where it would be like oh i've never heard of you guys before and like a gold mine kind of thing dude it's just like you know now when i go to these things i'm just 
making more relationships right. which are way more valuable than just like a dollar amount you know how does that make you feel though like when people are like posting shit on instagram and tagging you and be like yo this is the type of shit that you know we got from downstar and you i've i mean bro i've seen some of the shit and people have downstar everything yeah bro, from like the spiked lugs right do you still make those no yeah i mean so that's like you know i can imagine yeah. how hot those are because i was like oh those are dope and then now you have these guys that have like some of the shit that you know everything the every bolt is changed yeah you know it's so. it's dope dude it's uh, I'm, I'm not gonna lie and say that i i haven't kind of got used to it yeah you know um i think what my job is is to make the name downstar mean what it means to those people right you know what i mean these people invested so much money into their car into their parts and into everything Mm -hmm. to spend with us right i don't know how much money these people make 10 15 bucks an hour they're spending thousands of dollars thousands of uh, you know dollars with us hundreds of hours of their life just to buy stuff from us because of what downstar represents so i want to prove to them that that's what it really represents so when i share their pictures comment on it see them in person check out their car listen to their story you know traveling doing all these things that's equity in the name of downstar it's not a transaction where i'm like okay here's your bolts give me your money see you later right it's not that we're building something right so when i see a car have our parts that's it's dope but it's like the story behind that like why did this person choose downstar what did they go through to be able to afford our stuff to have it like why did they make this a priority like that's what's a, a a value in it rather than just like seeing a sticker and being like oh that's cool right you know i see the sticker and i'm like dude thank you for for having that sticker on your car because you're advertising for, free. for us right. for free right. i appreciate that shit dude right. so when when like you post a picture i'm gonna post it up and people tell me all the time like oh dude like you show so much love i appreciate i'm like dude if these companies that you're dealing with don't show you love fuck them bro yeah. i don't give a fuck who they are right. fuck them dude you know because if you go to a show and the owner of that business is there and you have an interaction with them and they're just like oh okay yeah right. you know they're too fucking cool fuck them bro yeah nobody's fucking too cool right you know your dollar is your vote yeah don't vote for these people i also think though it also goes back to like personality right it, yeah you know because like some people like you and i we we could talk to anybody, you know, there's some people say like, I don't want to say any names, but you know, another car company that the guy's just like, Oh, you know, thanks. And it's just not as personable. Yeah. Do you hold that against them still? No, but that's definitely an opportunity that they have that they're not capitalizing on. Right. And that's, that's their deal. Right. You know, if I spend so much money on parts and I see this company, they don't owe me shit. Right. I don't owe them shit, but like, what does your business represent? to me right you know so when i meet these people and they're kind of like dicks or Mm -hmm. rude or don't even greet me or whatever you know and then they oh oh hey what's up man you know like fuck you bro right you didn't recognize me at first and you treated me like that that's who you are don't do that shit to these people dude this is our culture do you ever um stop like buying from companies that you've done like that have done that to you the only companies that i deal with nowadays are personal friends or people that i really believe in what they're doing yeah you know if it's if it's somebody that i don't really know or really what they do doesn't represent me Mm -hmm. i i won't buy from them 
even if it's a nice wheel company or whatever it is, right. dude. Like, I'd rather support somebody else that I fuck with, somebody that I see at the shows yeah. that were waking up at 6 a.m. and setting up tents. Those are the people that I'm going to fuck with. Right. Like, I don't, you know, I know where my vote goes. And yeah. my vote goes even further than the regular consumer because now when people see my car, they say, okay, well, this is what Downstar is co-signing for. Right. Let me support them. I'm not going to co-sign for somebody that I don't, I don't think represents what I represent. Right. You know? How did you feel about like people that would hate? I mean, I feel like everybody hates not I mean, even probably including us, we're yeah. like back in the day at least more often. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, that shit's that's whack. Yeah. Right. Um or people that do that to you. You know, how does that like how do you react to that? Watch this one, dude. Um, I always people don't follow me on Twitter much, um, and which is dope because I can like Express really yourself. express myself yeah. how i genuinely want to right. i i just posted this and i'm gonna post it later on instagram and stuff it says if you don't think i deserve what i have and that you're better than me good you are now go be better than me and let's work in the future nobody is stopping you from being great besides yourself not even me i'm saying do it right you know so it's if you don't think what i'm if you think i'm a lame right. if you think what i'm doing is stupid right. if you build better cars than me Go do it, bro. Yeah. Go fucking do it. And then you're going to realize, then you're going to have a different respect for me. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to have a different respect for the company. Right. And then later on, once you've once you've seen that other side, maybe we could fucking work together. Right. You know? How would you, how did it like turn though? I know like obviously you, you and I have pretty big egos and pride. Yeah. So it's like, bro, like this guy's trying to do the same thing I'm doing. He's trash. He doesn't have the same quality, whatever the case may be. So it's like, when did you start? Some people don't want to give any hookups, right? You're yeah. Like, Yo, I got the hookups for t-shirts, for stickers. Like, I could hook you up. You know, you can get it for cheap or I know a boy. And then there's some guys that are like, yeah, you know, I don't really want to share that with you. You know, so when, yeah. when did that actually turn? So if you say we have big egos and... um, Yeah, like pride, right? A lot of pride, Yeah. right? So it's like when you have someone that you know somebody and I'm like, yo, Frank, can you hook me up with like your t-shirt guy? You're like, nah, I don't really want to... You know what I mean? Like there's a time where you're like, I don't really want to give my hookup. You know what that is? That's an insecurity, bro. Because if I show you where I get my hats from, you can start making hats and you're going to take money from me. Right. Bro, anybody can make anything. Right. Anybody... Make more bolts, guys. Listen, make more bolts. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, dude. And it did change. And it had to change with me having more confidence in myself and what I do and our supporters. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had companies pop up, copy exactly what we do. Right. The same marketing that we do. And they're not in the same space as us. Right. Because they're not us. Right. 50% is... The product, the business, whatever shit, the the material things. Right. The other 50% is what the company actually represents, right. dude. You can't be me. Anybody listening, they can't be me. Right. Which is, you know, if you think I'm lame or whatever, that's cool, bro. If you're fucking cooler than me, you'll do better than me. Right. Go do it. Right. You know, nobody can fucking do it. Right. I can give you, I can give you all of my suppliers, right. all of my layout, everything. I can give it all to you. Go do it. Right. Let's see. I don't give a fuck, bro. Right. Make a t-shirt company. I can do it, you know, and yeah. that, and that's like the better side of ego. Right. Rather than the kind of like, cause I've been in those conflicts, right. dude, and it's not good, bro. Right. It's, either i win or i lose it still makes me feel like shit because at the other side of the computer there's somebody who has a drive to become 
their own business owner. Right. They have their own family. They have kids. They have a mom. They have a dad who looks looks to them like, oh, look at my son. He's right. starting his own business. And I'm going to shit on this dude? Right. For what? Right. There's, there's so much money in this industry, bro. Go ahead. Do whatever right. you're going to do. But if you think that you're going to make a, a company that's going to be better than than us better representation of us mm -hmm. do it bro because right. i want to see it right because it's lonely in this fucking space dude <laughs> it's lonely here yeah. you know it, it's it's lonely to have like to have values and to try to motivate the youth that are growing to put yourself out there and those mistakes that you've made mm -hmm. and be that vulnerable right. if you can do that bro do it Right. we'll all fucking make money together yeah but it took a long time for me to to start thinking like that and it was just you know i don't know if it was the older age or just realizing yeah. that these companies that pop up and i they don't have any effect on us every year we're growing we're growing like why do i even have to spend my time attacking this dude right you know just let him do his own thing yeah. rock bro like hopefully you can be what i am to my family right what, hopefully that your parents look to you like they did a good job right and when it gets to the nitty-gritty of things like they don't need to know what goes on in our community right. they don't need to know like that you copied our kids or whatever whatever that doesn't matter dude yeah but just as much as i can see it everybody else can see it so if there's other people that see that and think like oh well fuck it it's it's cheaper than Downstar or whatever. Right. Go with them. That's cool because that's somebody I don't want to have on my team. Right. Anyways, so th that's those people would go without because they don't want to support us. Right. So now that they have an alternative, go support them and we're supporting everything's moving forward mm -hmm. because now people are getting it in their mind like dress up hardware is a must thing right. to have when for you your build, build. Right. you have whether you go with us or you go with them or who whoever it would be right. an ebay ebay brand or whatever you go ahead dude because you're building the whole economy of everything up right yeah i mean i feel like i don't know i think the past couple years like for obviously if i've you know you know i've been friends for like in 12 years 12 now. years Jesus yeah Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> but no it's like in the beginning it's like you know like we were talking about egos right and then like the past I want to say two to three years, it's kind of been, you've changed like in a different perspective, like positive. Yeah. Right. Where you're like, Hey, this is what you do. I'm like, you gave the formula. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Hey, you can bring, you know, water to the horse, but it's up to the horse to drink it. Right. So it's like, I'm just like, I guess when the ego goes aside is what I like always wondered. Right. Cause like I was always that guy I was, I would hate, right? Yeah. Just because I'm like, yo, that's in you know the back of my mind, it's right. Like haters are your biggest fans, right? yeah. Because you're like, yo, that shit's tight. Yeah. I don't want to see this guy, you know, get better or make more money than I do mm -hmm. or that type of shit. So I always just wondered, like, hey, when that switch, because it switched for me, right? And then like confidence level, like I'm at the same thing. I was like, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I'm gonna do my thing. But I don't know. Like I think it was just definitely with age and a different type of perspective. Yeah, I don't right? know if what actually ended up happening to make me switch maybe it was just going through so many conflicts right. that i just felt like yo maybe this isn't the right way to navigate things and thinking about it too like thinking of myself a lot higher than i actually did and thinking like yo these business owners of these companies like just say like am or something like sure. that they see everything that goes on in the community right and if they keep seeing me in the mud no matter the reason that i'm in there they're gonna think oh man this guy he's just 
he's just fucking always in some bullshit right you know and granted that could have been the truth so many times right you know but I didn't want that to be a representation of who I was, right. you know? So there, it was a conscious shift to be like, if we were to get attacked in, in online or something, just like, whatever, who fucking cares? Do you brush it off? I, as much as I can. Yeah. That's still inside of sure. me, bro, you know? Yeah. And there's been conflicts where it's turned into like some real shit. Yeah. And it wasn't a real shit on that other side. But on my side, it's like, yo, if you say this shit online, this is real life. Right. So... Now you know. Don't play with that, dude. Yeah. Just do your own thing. Let me do my own thing. That's it. But yeah. I don't play like that, right. dude. And, it, and it's not like a tough or macho thing. It's right. like, yo, if you say fuck you in online, like, that's and I know you, right? That's that's I know you. Right. It's not a. It's not just a random person online. Like, right. if I know you, that's a different story. Yeah. I don't have to go online and say like, yo, fuck this person. They're this or they're that. Like, nah, dude. I don't play shit like that. Yeah. But when you see me in person, it's not like, oh, that was just online. No, this is a real, this right. is a real life thing, right. dude. And I've kind of established that thing. So it's just like, yo, everybody listening, just let me do my thing. Just leave me alone. Right. If what we do is whack, like it doesn't matter what the fuck we do anyways. Right. Just just let me do my thing. Have you, know? you ever like tried to respond? I mean, obviously, you you know, when someone says something and you don't like it, it sticks to you, right? Even if you're like, hey, I'm not going to worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Have you ever, I know you were saying some shit happened, but like to what degree does like that go to and like how far do you brush it off? Like, yo, Downstar's whack, you know, they're doing bolts and that shit's whack. Like all these other people are better. Like, how do you respond? Do you respond online? That's what I'm telling you, dude. In 2008, it was a huge growing year and there's a lot of things that I I should have done differently that Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, and it's just with every, um, with everything becomes a lesson, you know, so all of every situation that I've ever been in, every conflict that I've ever had, like those people unknowingly have made me a better person, Yeah. which if their, if their uh, goal was to tear us down, right. they kind of did the opposite right. thing, you know, and no, no shade, no hate to anybody listening right now. You know, if you don't like me as a person or whatever, just like, I mean, obviously you're listening to the fucking podcast. So <laughs> shout out to you, bro. Right. You know, but I'm just, I'm doing my own thing, bro. Yeah. I'm building my own team. I'm building my own culture. Right. Just let me do my own shit. Yeah. That's it, dude. If you don't like it, that's cool. You know, sometimes I don't fucking like myself. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. It, it's all good. You know, but I've had people, random people online, they'll just say like, "Oh, your your bolts are shit." You know, and I'll right. just put like, "Oh, all right, man, sorry, bro." Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And then I've had people that'll fucking talk shit or whatever, and then we're I'm killing them with kindness. Then I find out that they're just like, oh, dude, I was just fucking around, man. I keep doing what you're doing. Like, you're killing it. Like, what the fuck, dude? Right. This is weird, bro. Yeah. But it's, at the end of the day, dude, it's like I have my family. Right. They're happy for me. My friends are happy for me. Real we, friends. Real friends. Yeah. Like, what else do I fucking need, dude? Yeah. I don't need any of this shit. Take it all. Bank account, zero. Take all the cars. Take everything away. I'm still going to be good. Yeah. And that that's something that, like, it took me a long time to realize that, you know, because I thought that Downstar, it, it had to be the coolest thing. Everybody had to be cool with it. But I don't want that, dude. I don't want everybody to be cool with it because I've met so many people that I'm like, dude, you're not a good person. You're not like your values and your goals don't align with mine. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, why would I even want you to be supporting me? Right. The way that you represent yourself is 
totally opposite from the things that we believe. So why would I even want you on my team? Why would I want you to have my parts on it? Right. Why? For money? I don't give a fuck, dude. Somebody listening right now is they're buying something on the website. Right. I'd rather have that person supporting me than you. Right. It's just I don't need to be loved by everybody. And I think that that's one thing that I I've. I've been focusing on and I'm still trying to focus on. Yeah, I think that's actually one of my biggest issues. I try to please everybody, right? And you're like, fuck, this guy doesn't like me or, you know, it's kind of a weird relationship. It's like, dude, what did I do wrong? Exactly, How do I get this guy to like me? And then you turn into somebody that you're not. Yeah. Right? So, no, I definitely, I get it, man. So Even the the situation that happened last year with the employee is just like, you know, I think like, fuck, what could I have done differently? What did I do that made this happen? But at the end of the day, it's like, dude, I didn't do anything. Yeah. This person made a decision and they went with that decision and it's cool. Yeah. Go do your thing. Right. I'm st- that is not going to stop me from doing my thing. Right. And there's been so many people along the line where our paths have aligned for a little while and then split off. Yeah. And your split has nothing to do with my split. Right. And everybody that I've had those splits with, they look at us right now and they think like, "Damn, I wish I could be a part of that, but I burnt that fucking bridge right. and we're never going to be able to go down that road again." Right. You know, and it's like I'm not holding grudges or anything like that, but I've seen so many people's real side and like, "Okay, look, this road splits now. I'm going this way, you're going that. Good luck on your way." Right. You know? and just got to keep moving forward yeah do you ever look back and be like yeah i could have salvaged that no 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 there's there's nobody that i look back at Mm -hmm. um no relationship that i've ended that i look back at and think like damn i wish that that relationship was still good you know um i i i realized that the person that i was in so many situations that i could have been a better person but I, i mean what can i do right it was it's past right you know the only thing i could do is change right and there's nobody that i've lost in my life where i think like yo that that was a a really important person and they were trying to show me my ways weren't right Mm -hmm. and i didn't i didn't take their advice and i lost them right it was always the other way around besides relationships you know, right. some of the ways that I've navigated through past relationships, it wasn't right, dude. Uh, I didn't treat them right. And maybe they didn't deserve to be treated right. right. And all of that prepared me for the opportunity that I had when I met Ashley. And right. I realized that like, yo, the things that I've done in the past, I'm not going to do those things. Sure. And the things that I put up with in the past, I'm not going to put up with it. Right. So everything had to be established at that point at the beginning. Like, look, this is this is me. This is what I believe in. And this is my goal. This is everything. Like, let's see if we could fuck with each other together. And everything worked out. Yeah. You know, but there's no there's no real friendships that I kind of let take it to like a more intimate level where I actually hurt them. Right. As I did with other relationships. And it's not like cheating or anything like that. It's just, you know, not have not not looking at them as unequal and that shit's not right dude right you know like you were better yeah yeah i've i've said to past relationships look this is my world you're just living in it and i believed it i actually think i've heard you say that before. 100 percent, i believed it right this is my life and you're along for the ride right that's that's not right right and (laughs) yeah i think yeah actually yeah i think you actually said that to adele once too 
probably yeah. you know i've probably said it to friends and i'm sure that there's people that i didn't leave the best impression on and yeah. the most that i can do for them is just to be a better person sure, sure. just try you yeah. know i'm not sticking in my ways mm -hmm. that may have been who i was at that time but that's not who i am now right you're judging me who i am in the last six months yeah you know in the last three months that's who i am yeah. this is my representation mm -hmm. this is your representation of you right you're not that same person you were two five years ago right you know you're always evolving and if you don't let people evolve if you hold them to the standards that they were fucking six seven years ago right. like that that's that's not right you can't do things like that right yeah i definitely agree with that yeah dude it's just it's it's crazy man you know life is is a fluid thing it's always changing you have different things come up and things happen mm -hmm. and it's just the way that you handle these situations is going to prepare you for the future yeah and the way that i handled a lot of situations in the past wasn't right but i had to figure out that those weren't right because I never had anybody telling me that it wasn't right. Right. Do you ever wonder what it would be like if you never took the leap of doing Downstar? Hmm. Not really, no. dude. Like, even when I worked at Best Buy, I knew that that wasn't going to be my final sure, thing. It sure. was just the thing for the time. Yeah. You know? Sometimes I look back because I was supposed to join the Navy that one time. That's right. So I'm like looking back and I'm like, fuck, I wonder where I'd be at right now. You know, if I was going to be like somewhere in like Tokyo or fucking Afghanistan or... But no, yeah, I think sometimes I look back and um, just look at that. So your new venture that you're going into, is that something that you want to touch on? Yeah, we can touch on yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. So um, I have my myself and there's some other people that I'm trying to get involved in opening a jujitsu studio. Yeah. Um, but ours is going to be a little different, right? We're not going to go out and kind of cater to like some 18 to 21-year-old guys that want to join the UFC or go into some hard competition. Ours is going to be more of like... Um, more of like a kids focused program. Mm -hmm. So when someone signs up, we're going to have these cubby holes that they, you know, their kids get assigned a cubby hole. We're going to put their uniform in there. Um, and we're going to offer laundry service. So, you know, you just drop off your, your gi or your kimono into the, the hamper and we're going to go get it washed, fold it back up. It'll be ready for you once you come back in. Yeah. We're also going to have this little study area, kind of like a table where everyone can have like an iPad tablet. They can do their homework there. It's going to be like, fully focused for kids and then eventually like you know i'm assuming the adult program will start to build up but um i mean that's kind of what the focus is on right now man and then coming back to california so obviously keeping the day job and then trying to get this thing up and running and then you know the long-term goal is going to be doing it full-time so you're transferring over here to an another yeah so that's where it actually comes back into networking right yeah it's like to everyone out there um don't ever burn your bridges yeah um especially <laughs> you know, in the space you're in and if you love the space or if, you know, just in general, like you don't want to leave any bad taste in anyone's mouth because hey, everything comes full circle, man. Yeah. You know, so I was lucky enough to, so actually the first company I was with, remember I was employee number one? Yeah. So I'm actually in talks with him right now and we're ho hopefully uh, get something, you know, signed up within the next couple of days. Um, but like I said, you know, don't over, ever burn that bridge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, looking at some retail spaces, um, what we're trying to look for is somewhere in Newberry Park. Nice. Um, with the demographic that we're looking for. So a little bit on the higher end, mm -hmm. um, you know, they can drop off their kids. Um, 
Wi-Fi. You know, we can help out with homework, offer snacks. But it's not like I said, if we're not going to look for someone that's going to be like, yo, we're going to go in and we're going to UFC. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want it to smell like piss and sweat. Like I want it to be an inviting area, maybe have it, you know, all white. Um, the logo in there, just the visual that I'm having, have plants in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it just looks like a, a nice place where... Bro, when I first started jujitsu, it was like, I went in this gym and I'm like, holy fuck, like, is this what I want to get into? Like, it's very intimidating. Yeah. Right. And you like, you have these dudes that have fought other grown men before, like, because they wanted to fight. Right. Yeah. It's like, I don't go, like, I've been doing jujitsu for a very long time, but I don't go in the street and be like, yo, I'm trying to fight somebody. Yeah. Right. But I can defend myself. Right. If shit happens, like, you know, shit's going to happen. But, you know, you go into this gym and, you know, it smells like a gym, bro. It smells like sweat. It smells like dudes are grunting in there and they're fucking fighting each other. And, you know, literally when you're doing jujitsu, it's like you're trying to kill somebody. Yeah. Break an arm, choke somebody out. Like, you know, but for me, jujitsu has always been something I've actually talking about. something I've always stuck to. Yeah. Right. Because like I said, I'll, I'll do something and I just won't finish it. Um and I'm still doing it to this day, man. So like since Best Buy days, bro, I was doing jujitsu and even like Thai kickboxing. And for me, it's just, I get on the mat and don't worry about it. Like nothing else runs through my mind. I don't care about money. I don't care about even what's going on with my family, um, you know, health or anything. You know, I'm on the mat and I'm just trying not to get killed. Yeah. Once I step on that mat, it's kind of like my sanctuary, like. I don't think about anything. So for me, it's kind of like almost like a meditation kind of thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, you know, that's kind of uh, what I've always kind of gone back to, man. And it's just kind of, for me, you don't get the type of workout anywhere else. Like you can go to 24 hour LA fitness. You're not going to get the type of workout, you know, grappling or wrestling with some dude that's trying to literally kill you. Right. So, um, and then for me, I've always just like helping people. Right. You know, kind of the same thing with yourself. It's just like, Hey, if you have the connection, why not hook someone up? Right. And then for me, it's like helping these kids and even adults, man. Like now I have these guys that just start and I'm like, Hey, you just got to make it fun because if you make it a chore, you're not going to want to come back. And that's the reason why like it goes white, blue, purple belt, brown belt, black belt. They say like 85 to 90% don't get past a blue belt. Mm -hmm. So it's like you start off white and then you make it to blue, then you quit. So even me getting to my purple belt right now, I'm like already out of that, you know, statistic because, you know, people get there and they're like, oh, I've accomplished something. Um, but you really haven't. Like yeah. you've got your blue belt, which is like, hey, you can probably, you know, handle yourself in the street, you know, but, you know, 90% of the people end up quitting. Now, when you get these belts, is it... Um from your uh the place that you're fighting at right so you know wherever you're training at you know you put in the hours the biggest thing is being consistent right mm-hmm. if you're going three days a week stick with going three days a week you want to go four just don't burn yourself out because that's when you stop coming right so you got to make it fun for me i look at it as like almost like work yeah it's like i go and wake up at five in the morning i go and do jujitsu go and get my coffee then i go to work right it's just a part of my routine yeah right no matter what it's like I'm a type of guy that always goes into work. I don't call out sick, anything like that. So I'm the same way with that work ethic when I go and do jujitsu. That's good. Yeah. So it's, I don't want to say work because I enjoy doing it. And some of the jobs that I've had, I definitely haven't enjoyed. Yeah. Right. So it's like something like what they say is like, once you do something you love daily, you're never working a day in your life again. Yeah. Hell yeah. So for me, it's just, um, like I said, it's just a sanctuary for me. Dude, that's dope, bro. So 
you don't have to do a certain amount of things to get a belt. Do they just give it to you when they feel like you've reached that level? It depends. It depends where you go. I've trained a couple places where it's just like, hey, you know, you've been consistent. Um, the average time it takes a black to get a black belt is the same time where you can go and get a doctorate degree. So you can get your PhD. Oh, yeah. shit. So it's, you know, average of 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it depends. So you can go. I've gone to some places where you get like a little card. They fill it out. And you put, you know, X amount of hours on and then you'll start getting promoted, what they call, right? Yeah. You'll graduate to the next belt. Um, And then there's other times where it's just like, hey, man, you've been doing it for a while. You're killing it. You're, you know, you're hanging with the higher level ranked guys. Um, We think you're ready. Um, And that's kind of just pretty much how it works. And then other times there's like curriculums that you go to and they'll test you. Yeah. Um, Like my brother back in D.C., shout out to Chris. Um you know, they give you this curriculum that you got to learn before you get to the next level. So that includes like defending yourself. And then there's like, there's two different ways of jujitsu, right? It's like, there's a competition way. And then there's like a way where you're just going and you're trying to defend yourself. And people are going, like they say, there's different paths that people take. Like for myself, I'm not trying to be a world champion, right? Yeah. Like I'm trying to get my workout in, be able to defend myself, make some friends and network, bro. Like I've met so many people like just for jujitsu, you know, world champions, you know, guys that, you know, like that. And there's, you know, the guys in LA are just top notch, man. You know, and I'm in jujitsu is not cheap. Yeah. When you're going and training with, you know, it's all about the name, you know, you, uh, you train with these world champions on a daily basis. You know, I met those guys and those guys are going to be forever. My friends back to the Bay area, you know, those guys, I still stay in contact with them back to orange County. My boy, you know, Russell, um, but those are the guys like the type of networking like you do with cars, right? It's yeah. like, hey, those guys are going to be friends no matter what, you know, even if not like friends, friends, but like acquaintances where you can hit them up. Yeah, that's dope that you've already built that um, that network. Yeah. Because if you when you go into this, dude, like it's going to become your life like this yeah. car shit. This is this is my life. This is what I do every day. So everybody that I meet it like I'll just fits into it. Right. Yeah. I've even spoke to them and, you know, my boy Russell back in Orange County. I was kind of like one of his first students back there. So I remember going to classes and we had like two or three people, right? So now this guy has like 80 people. Wow. Yeah. So watching his, you know, I've gone back to him and, and asked him, you know, some details on opening up, a, you know, a studio and all that. Um, so shout out to him, man. And he's kind of just helped me. He's kind of like, he's always like, no matter where I move to, he's always kind of kept in contact with me nice. and just supported and, and all that. Um but yeah, man, so it's just like trying to build that. And I even, you know, I told them like, hey, I want to open a, a studio. Will you come and do like, you know, a technique or what they call seminars where we'd come and show people, you know, some type of technique that he shows. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's like, yeah, man, anytime. Like a guest? Yeah, like a guest, Sick. right? You know, so yeah. he'll just be like, hey, I might not, not know this submission, but he's going to come and teach for an hour. Nice. Right? So I was thinking like doing a grand opening, doing some shit like that. Hell yeah, so, dude. I'm excited for you, bro. Yeah, man. So this is actually the first time that we're actually going through the steps on something and, yeah. um, you know, got everything in line. There's obviously going to be some hurdles. And I think that's going to be where I need to thrive the most. You know, it's like even like, you know, when you buy a house or something, it's like you got to get all these documents. Yeah. So for me, it's like, hey, you need two years of tax statements, six months of bank statements just to get all this credit check. Yeah. So like for me, it's like I'm dreading that in my head. But at the same time, it's like you just got to fucking do it. I think it'll be a lot easier, bro, to be honest. 
yeah I probably think, yeah all the steps is pretty much like black and white right you know right the biggest thing is it, what comes is your hustle you right. know like us we got this space like it's it was nothing really to get the space you right just find it okay it's this much a month this much deposit okay cool right got it you know we can this whole place can be empty and it fucking wouldn't matter right to them like this is it's on me to make this to make the money worth it right whatever we spend here yeah and that's the one thing too right is trying to build that that's why i asked you about how you build your organic following and all that and uh you know trying to get the following for that um i think that's gonna be another hurdle like i said i'm always thinking steps ahead yeah right so you know first it's because you know at the end of the month it's gonna be close to three grand a month on you know for the space that we're looking at so i'm like hey you know six months am i gonna have to eat you know 18 grand or whatever the case may be out of my pocket um so that's when that you know type of thing runs through my head yeah you know it was like hey we need at least you know x amount of students to break even and i'm happy to break even bro Hell yeah. if i can break even and you know do what i love um and have somewhere to train wherever i want and have the keys to bro i'm all for it hell yeah you dude know? that that won't be a big problem at all yeah. dude. just break that shit down and basically what it is is whatever you think that you have to offer you just have to have it on front street you know right. show people like, oh this is what we do right and this is what we offer and maybe it will start off with like some some friends right that, hey i want to take my kid in or right. something like that yeah so how do you work with that i know going back to you like everyone's asking like i know you even came out with a hat right? yeah like some gear is like don't ask for discounts or sponsorships right yeah so like going back to like hey you say start with friends but if i'm trying to charge x amount of money and they're like yo like how did you work that like if i'm going to ask you you know hey i need some bolts for my ek or whatever the case may be yeah and i'm obviously i'm all for supporting right yeah but there's some people that are like yo i just don't have the money but can you hook me up like how do you go about something uh the biggest thing with that is because of the culture that we're in in the in the automotive community that that's the thing like okay i have this many followers my car is popular right give me stuff and yeah that could work mm -hmm. if you were the person to back that up right you know you're gonna put a sticker on your car and expect like us to sell out nah right it has to take the person who's like yo i got this stuff dude i fucking love it and actually be genuine about it right you become a salesperson you're paying for that some way right it's a thousand bucks worth of bolts you're gonna pay for that some way right whether it's you're getting people to know about the brand you're advertising mm -hmm. um you're uh you're showing your value Right. somehow you know if i was to reach out to a company right now and say yo i need to get this for my car right. can we work out some kind of deal they would do it because of my resume right. what i have to represent me right i have people hit us up all the time like yo do you guys sponsor i'm like what are you talking about right you didn't even send me a picture of a car right i have you're wasting my time right now yeah you know mm -hmm. don't waste my time Right. And if I go to your page and you're not talking about shit, mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck how many followers you have, right. dude. This is a partnership. How are you how are you going to pay for this product without using money? Right. What are you going to do? We'll see. You know, and I have guys that I've worked with say in Florida, you know, what I like to do, I'll send them a little bit. Here's a, a couple packs, you know, right. something that doesn't cost us much. See how they end up maneuvering with that mm -hmm. some guys take that and they're just gone i'm like okay cool right that was lesson charge learned. it to the game right. lesson learned right some guys i'm still fucking with to this day right. dude yeah shout out to my guys in florida dude they're, those guys are just like 
super appreciative, always posting up, always at car shows, you know, always shooting people our way. And that's how they ended up paying for the stuff that we sent them. Right. And I'll send them stuff now because I'm like, hell yeah, I want to see this guy with this shirt on, or I want to see this on their car because that's another way of advertising. Right. So that's kind of why I say like that we don't do hookups or anything like that. Right. Like if anybody need a product that that I know and they're my friend or something, that that's that's a different story. Right. You know? Yeah. But, I, I think that's kind of where I don't want to say what I'm thinking about now. It's like, hey, you want to bring C2 to jiu-jitsu, right? Yeah. And then I'm going to be like, well, I'm not going to charge you full amount, right? But then just, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Though? Yeah. So it's just like, how do you go about on like, friends that you're like hey maybe i'll give them half price you have to see that those friends have a value in it you know say if we did take c2 right this would be something that i would take him to it would be i would document it like oh this is part of my day now right this is part of c tuesday now Mm -hmm. naturally wherever we're gonna be at you know this we're at the jujitsu studio whatever look at c2 doing just like skateboarding right right you know if c2 was sponsored by a skate brand Mm -hmm. right now that is the advertising they would get. Right. They would get, oh, look at him. He started in, in this time and this time he's done so much. Like he's busting out. That's what we have to offer. And right now for skateboarding, like it's not that much. Right. But if you take it over to the car shit, is like I have a lot of shit that I have to offer. Right. You know, so it's just something like that. It's, what does this person bring? Even they don't have any social media. They don't have any business, anything like that. Is this kid going to, come is this the kind of person is the is the parent the kind of person who's not going to make excuses Mm -hmm. is it going to be the kind of student that i want to represent the company right you know what i mean and that's that's how you kind of got to think about it if you don't see them bringing any value and them getting more value out of it than you would it's probably a decision that you're not going to want to make right yeah i feel like that's always weird though it's like separating business and and friends yeah it's like hell i don't have the you know the kind of money or whatever say you're charging two hundred dollars a month or yeah you know can you hook me up at a hundred dollars a month and then it's just like going back to pleasing everybody yeah right it's like no bro i can't do that that's that shouldn't be even your friend anyways i know know? but it just runs through my head all my friends that i know right now they they know what it is right you know don't don't ask me for shit. Right. If I'll give it to you, I'll give it to you. Right. But don't ask me for anything. If someone was to tell me like, yo, I want to get all this, but I only have this much. And what that says to me is like, if you only have 500 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever it is, and you want all of this stuff, maybe you shouldn't even buy any of it, dude. Maybe you should save that 100 bucks because if this is the only money that you have, Save it for something else. Right. This, this isn't for you right now. Right. This isn't something that you need. People don't need to go to jujitsu. Mm-hmm. People don't need to buy stuff from right. us. People need groceries. Right. People need a place to live. That's right. a totally separate thing. Everything that we do is just is just for pleasure. This is all just for pleasure, for a hobby. You don't need a hobby. Right. So if you don't have the money for it, just hit me up when you do. And that's it. Do you think it's just that you've grown so much because like hey for me starting out it's gonna be like yo bro i'm trying to make rent well on the retail side one thing that you're gonna need to to know is if somebody comes from off the street and there's no kids in there that's an image as well sure so if you know some friends shit it's not gonna cost you anything because you're losing out on that money anyway right you pay if it's three thousand bucks 
you paid three thousand bucks for this thirty days. Mm-hmm. How are you going to finesse your way to get customers in here? Right. You having somebody, somebody's kid in there. That's a body in there. That's somebody that you're training, and that's something that they can tell people. Mm-hmm. A kid could go to school and be like, "Yeah, I've been going to jujitsu. It's so fun. You should come do it with right. me." You know, and they they end up becoming a salesperson for you. So at the beginning, I had to flow a lot of shit to people right. to to get the name out of there. But once the name got started taking off, it's just like, okay, now this partnership has to has to be a little more even right. than it was before. Got it. So people that are starting businesses right now, if you're starting a clothing company or something, you got to put that into your into your budget. Mm-hmm. You got to flow some shit. Right. You got to get that shit out there. Right. You have to have the shirts. You have to have people that go out people that are active on social media just plant those seeds everywhere you're gonna have to do it and if you want to just start off like no this is the price nothing else that's that's cool too but it's gonna take a lot longer to do it like that yeah that was always the thing that's been running through my head is like obviously people are gonna ask yo my kids want to come you know hook me up you should reach out to people yeah people friends that you know that have kids you reach out to them right and be like yo i'm trying to start this up man i need i just need bodies in here dude yeah like can we get your kid in here we could show him and maybe he likes it like we could talk about something next month or something like that yeah you know it's just so uh, pretty much flow it then too perfect example there's a, a soccer academy here in oxnard that Mm. basically what they do is just train kids every day right you know each kid pays this much for every training and the first session was free Mm -hmm. so you give that first session for free you get the feel of how they do things and then after that if you want to do it it's going to be this much right a time no contract no no anything like that you know no you don't pay for a month or whatever every time you want to come it's going to be this much right if it would have just been a bill off the bat, I'm like, dude, I don't, right. I don't know how you train. Right. I don't know what this is. I don't know. Maybe if we're in the position to be able to have that money, where we could just like, okay, well, let's try it out. Yeah, but you know, what if the kid doesn't like jujitsu? Right. You know, so y- you got to just figure out that kind of so stuff. So like a trial. Trial. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. You know, put together some kind of class. And two, you have to be the kind of person where when they come in, you got to be excited. You got to show them right. like hey guys oh look at we can make you do this or that mm-hmm. you got to sell yourself right. and once you get them in the door and once they they start improving then then you're done you right. don't have to you don't have to to show them right it's already going you know it's um what i always like to say dude is i have a vision in my head and my job is to paint the vision as clear as possible so that vision becomes a reality right so i can tell you everything that i have going on for the future you know and but i have to like show you right and there has to be examples and i just have to be like super confident about it and make you believe like yo he's already done all of this shit you know you've been doing jujitsu for however many right. years like you know you tell him the the plans that you have or whatever just make it exciting dude and you're gonna have to take care of some people yeah. and you're gonna have to have people in there it's just like at a comedy store in in like new york or something that's why there's always people right there hey you want to watch this show you have to get people in there if there's no people in there then you're not going to sell drinks right you're you're not going to be able to sustain it yeah with all your ideas do you always like write shit down Mm. or no 
Rarely, dude. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'll like put a reminder or something. Right. There's a lot of ideas that I've thought of that have just disappeared. That's why I ask, right? It's like, hey, this is a good idea. And then you're like, fuck, I don't even remember what I was talking about. So. Yeah, no, definitely. I was talking to um, one of my buddies this past weekend in Atlanta, and he works for um, a marketing agency as well. Right. And I was talking to him, and basically what they do is they're the middleman for somebody. So say, hey, I'm a company, I'm starting up, but I need somebody to make T-shirts. Mm-hmm. This is, hey, I'm this T-shirt company, I'm reliable, I'm fucking doing all these things. And you're the middleman. So they say like, hey, I need you to help me market this. Okay, cool. So we're going to need shirts, we're going to need stickers, flyers, everything. Okay, right. cool. Boom. You just connect them with these people. And I'm just like, damn, I have so many connections. How can I make that a business? That's probably why you'll never be broke. Something. You know know what I'm saying? I have all these connects, dude. Like even with with t-shirts, like we're saying, or the stickers out there that I I was showing you. Right. Like all that information is valuable to somebody. And the way that I got hooked up with is I had to take a chance. Right. I had to spend this money and maybe they're going to send it to me maybe they won't right maybe i don't have to deal with paypal claims or whatever right but even the other one that i was telling you that i got from instagram is right. like fuck it let's try it out yeah. and that's turned into a huge hookup for me yeah and something else that i can help somebody else out with right. okay so they charge me a dollar yeah you're paying four dollars right pay me 250 right and i'll get it done i'm making 150 off of it right you're making money they're making mo- everybody's making fucking making money. money right now i'm getting it for 150 but that's none of your business right i'm the one that's made that relationship right you know right so i'm trying to figure out a way that that i'll be able to make that into some kind of agency or something yeah you know because kind of like what we do though at the agency i'm at now i work for a pretty big bank mm-hmm. but we're the middleman so the agency cut the the bank comes to us and like hey this is what we want we make our commission off that off mm-hmm. of how much media dollars i'm talking millions of dollars right and then we go back to these vendors like the google platform and we're running the media on there you know so there's definitely money involved you know like where you yeah. can make money as like the middleman i'm just trying to figure out how it would be like if i say if there's a startup company that's that's coming up and i we offer these services okay Mm -hmm. i can get you a t-shirt guy Mm -hmm. i can get you a shirt guy or um sticker guy i could get you all these guys and i don't know how it would break down bro that's easy it sounds like it's easy it's like hey you want to start a company i have everything you need here this is how much it's going to cost you to make these t-shirts i get them for a dollar fifty whatever um it's going to cost you four dollars and that's how you make your money you could be like honestly it's kind of crazy you can be like the guy that could be the formula to starting a company. Dude, when I posted that that whole thread up, right. like that's valuable oh, yeah. information, right. dude. If I had that as the base, okay, guys, you, you want to be a hustler? You want to start the company? This is how, I don't know how we would figure it out, a yeah. one lump sum, right. a monthly, subscri- right. whatever mm-hmm. it could be, or me being the actual middleman right. saying like, okay, uh, I have somebody that can do your t-shirts. I need the artwork. Send me the artwork. Okay, right. I send the artwork to them. Or you have a guy that does the artwork. Like, yo, I got a guy that does the artwork. Just let me know what you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, I could do the artwork. I could do the t-shirts. If you need the artwork done, it's going to cost you $5. Yeah. A shirt, right? And you can sell them for fucking $100 for all I care. And I could show them how right. to sell them for that much. Yeah. 
You could be like a, bro, it's like business consulting. Yeah. You could definitely do that. I mean, with it, like you said, the network and the connections you have, why can't you? Yeah. You know, you have Downstar and you have guys that are pretty much helping you run the company, right? You know exactly what you need needs to be done. Bro, I could hire you. I'm like, yo, this is what I need, Frank. I need shirts. I need hats. Yeah. I need, I need to figure out how to grow my social media following organically because I can go and do paid, you know, social media, Facebook and all that. But you need to tell me because you have the following, you have the fucking formula. So it's like, why can't you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like you get Damn. shirts for a dollar fifty. I could do the artwork. Like someone could do the artwork, right? Like Zed made my artwork for my for my logo. Yeah. You know, and that's just a boy of mine. You give Zed, hey, I need you to make this. I'll give you a hundred dollars. It's gonna cost them two fifty. Yeah. That goes to you. Even that, even podcasting too, bro. I know how to start a podcast from the ground up that's, and make it something. That's what I'm saying. And then just break it down like that. And I think the next venture for you is starting to make money on this podcast. Like, bro, we can talk about some advertising. Yeah, I think that the, it's definitely going to get to that point, yeah. dude. And and that's the way that we're going to monetize it. But the yeah. way that we're getting payment for this is just networking. Dude. Yeah, yeah, 100%. If you, have, if you have a two, three hour intimate conversation with somebody, that's, yeah. that's a bond that's really really going to be hard oh, to yeah. be broken yeah i'll definitely have you shout out my jujitsu <laughs> to that point hell yeah no, i mean it's crazy bro like watching this from the ground up and i'm like what's frank and in my head i'm like what the fuck is frank doing now yeah. right and i'm like okay he's doing this podcast i even seen the studio change bro you yeah. know what i'm saying um but no nah, man it, it's it's dope in here the whole Thank shop you, has changed since I, the last time i was here it's um bro it's it's dope thank yeah, you man I especially from the ground it, up like I don't know, watching, it's crazy, like, watching you, like, we can always do, like, a reality or a movie on your life, bro, just watching where it started, and then, you know, where you're at now, some Forrest Gump shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, dude, I'm hoping that this is just the beginning of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, bro, well, yeah, you're probably in the middle, to be honest, just how everything's kind of just laid out. It's, dude, it's it's good, and, like, the only thing that, the only reason that we made it here is just because I just kept doing it. Yeah, I feel like that's the thing, right? Is uh, going back. It's just like, how do you keep going forward? Just, just do it. Yeah, it's like how how I like to put it, right? Is there's people listening right now that right. they obviously they hate their job, right? You know, but you make it a point to be there every day. Yeah. You wake up at seven o'clock in the morning every single day. Right. You're there at whatever eight, yeah. eight to five. Yeah. You're there. You have that discipline in you. Right. And the only reason that you have that is because you're in fear of not having money to survive. Right. You know, so take that fear that you have, take that dedication that you have and just put it into something that you want to do. Yeah. And then it's just going to be even bigger. But sometimes I feel even myself like, hey, I'm stuck where you make X amount of money and you need that type of money. Lucky for me, I haven't like, hey, I don't have a fucking big car note. You know, I can go back because I have property here in Oxnard. I have two properties in Vegas, bro. Yeah. So it's like those are always making money. But it's like I'm at the point where, yo, if I don't get this amount of money, like how am I going to survive? Like that type of stuck, right? Mm -hmm. So like what's the advice on that? Like, hey, say you're making 100 grand. You want to go do your own thing. Like we were talking about like, hey, I'm probably going to have to take a step back and take a 40% pay cut right where some people can't do that yeah you know where they have to like zed step back and he's taking you know he's a part hour probably and he's taking maybe a five dollar pay cut which is a shit ton of money bro Mm -hmm. so it's like how do you do that where you know you have rent to pay and all that it's easier probably when you're a kid right that's why um 
I will. I like to send this message out to the younger people because I right. know we have a, a large, uh, young following. Right. And I'm just like, dude, you're in the perfect fucking position. Yeah. You don't have uh, you don't have a family. You don't have a house. You right. don't have a car payment. Like, right. if your biggest worry is doing stuff to your Honda, like, dude, you're in the golden spot, bro. Right. Like, you can literally quit your job and go do something else and still be able to survive right if you're li- if you listen guys if you're fucking living at home right now go do whatever you want to do right go start your business right do something right like this is the only time that you're gonna have where your overhead is as low as possible yeah. go fucking do something somebody says that i'm 21 i don't know what to do or are you living at home yeah or do you have any bills or anything no just my cell phone this is fucking perfect bro right. go do it but then again it, it goes back to capital right but it's like if you have no capital like what do you do well when I started Downstar, I did started with zero, right? Because it wasn't even my money, right? I I got paid before I even sent out my first order, and then I took that money and flipped it and flipped it and flipped it and right. just kept flipping, and it's just it just depends on what you you got to do, right? Like I was saying with the social media, right? So say you're gonna start your jujitsu, yeah. even with my cousin David, yeah. right? My cousin David, who's always on the podcast prep. He started the Bad Fish Cartel. Mm-hmm. You know, right now he's still working his regular job. Right. He's not really selling much on that, but he's building the name already. He's putting equity into it. He's going out taking content and things like that. His, his way of thinking about things has switched. So when it comes that time to make that change, he's not starting from scratch. He's starting from something he's already been doing for the last six months or a year or whatever. Right. And that's free. Yeah, All of that shit I said, the emails, the uh, domain, right. the social media, all of that shit, dude, it's fucking free, bro. Yeah. And anybody listening right now that tells me they don't have time, all you do is you don't have time management. Right. That's your problem. You don't have time management. Everybody has fucking time. I have time. Yeah, I have, I have these businesses to run. I have a family. I still have fucking time. Yeah. I have time to do something else that I'm not capitalizing on. Yeah. So if I have time, you fucking have time. And if you think you don't have time, that's because you're bullshitting on other shit. You Watching know, Netflix and all that shit. Like I like to say, right? Okay, so you get paid 10 bucks an hour. Right. Right. When you, anything else you do with your time, you should value your time at 10 bucks an hour mm-hmm. so when you go hang out with these people and you go kicking in this garage or whatever so and so is working on their car you chill there for four hours that's 40 bucks you could have made right so that 40 bucks now imagine this imagine you're hanging out there and they're talking shit picking on you or whatever or not even paying attention to you you paid 40 dollars or you gave potentially 40 dollars right. of your life away to bullshit to bullshit. Yeah. Everybody fucking listening right now, you're guilty of it. Yeah. You're going to watch a football game? Oh, cool. I love football. All right. Is football ever going to pay your bills? No, it's not. So you're spending three, four hours on a Sunday watching three or four football games. Yeah, it's cool. That's a hobby, bro. But when you say you don't have time, you have time. that's where you have fucking time. Right. That's where your time went. Right. So don't ever, ever come to me and say, you don't have time. And when I could see your life, you don't have a kid, you don't have a wife, you still have a home, yeah. you you don't have motivation and you don't have time management. Right. That's your problem. You so know how, what I mean? How do you fix that? 
you have to change your mentality dude yeah. you have to appreciate time bro and i i always say it dude time is the only currency that we really have right and once you're on your deathbed and or once something happens and you only have a month to live now that month is the most valuable thing sure. but you just fucking tricked off the last month doing shit right like what's what's different there oh because now that i'm dying my time is more valuable no, what about that time when you're 22 right. and you're just wasting your time doing stupid Drinking ass shit? And shit yeah. Drinking and shit, wasting time. Like, dude, if you have passion for anything, that's a plus right there. Yeah. For you to have passion about jujitsu, I don't have passion for it. Yeah. So if I wanted to do jujitsu, maybe I would never even do anything with it because I don't have passion. But you have passion in yeah. it, you have equity in it, you know the business, you know the fighters, right. you watch UFC, like all of that shit. I told just like my cousin David. Yeah. I said, bro, when you talk about fishing, your fucking eyes light up. Right. You know how many people don't have that for anything? Right. If anybody listening, if you have some kind of passion, like you need to go towards that. Yeah. You need to feed that passion. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing when you asked me, remember, I, you and I would have one-off conversations all the time. I, you know, check in, you check in with me and I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I want to get out of my job. And you're like, what do you love? And I think that's a hard question, bro, to answer. Cause then I'm like, fuck, what do I love? Right. It's like, I go and grind, live for the weekend. Like 90% of the people do, right. Mm -hmm. You grind this nine to five, eight to five, whatever. Then Friday comes, you're fucking hyped. Monday comes, you're like, fuck, I got to do this all yep. over. So it's like, how do you, I don't know, change the mentality and, and, and all that. I don't, for me, that's always the hardest part. It's just podcasting helped me out a lot. Yeah. Listening to podcasts, listening to people that I looked up to, yeah. hearing their story, hearing how they got there. Um, just trying to be more confident in myself, yeah. uh, not taking no for an answer. You know, just. But then how do you figure out that you loved cars? You know what I'm saying? I just knew it from the beginning, just the feeling right. that it gave me. It was the same thing that skateboarding, yeah. you know, the, that feeling that I got. Like, mm. people get that feeling about everything. Yeah. Music, right. you know? People think, like, oh, yeah, I love music, but I could never do anything in right. music. You start a podcast about fucking music. Right. Have you ever heard of Adam 22? I think I've heard So, of Adam that. 22, he has a podcast called No Jumper. Mm -hmm. It's No Jumper. Um, they have a YouTube channel, everything. Fucking all over the place right. right he just did a podcast with dame dash okay. um so many other people right this dude was just a biker bmxer yeah just a fucking bmxer right. and then i don't know how it actually went down but he just figured that there was a way to make money with uh content okay. you know yeah content's the easiest thing to make it on especially if you're an interesting kind of person right, right? so put that out there and just each each thing kept growing and growing and growing and now he's fucking doing podcasts with dame dash and he just he just posted up earlier today he's like a little motivation guys like i just made 10 g's off of that podcast it's just like an hour podcast making 10 g's off of That's that crazy. and he said if you are an interesting person like just start something yeah youtube channel whatever dude start a youtube channel you start an instagram you start a facebook or whatever and that can be your focus right you know so instead of being out drinking fucking around yeah i think the biggest thing though is everyone starts to think about the money first that, you know what i'm saying dude. it's like yo i want to be a youtuber they can make fucking millions of dollars like how do i get there you know what i'm saying though? i think if your passion is just to make money like it's it's 
you could just do anything go work anywhere else yeah you know go work at procter and gamble right go work at haas right you know if, if that's what you want to do is just make money then go work somewhere else but yeah. when you don't have that fulfillment right. and when you don't have that passion and right. when you still like who cares if you make 200 grand a month like if or uh, a year yeah. like if you wake up and you're like fuck dude i don't want to fucking go do this i don't want to go travel i don't want to go do this like that's 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 what your time is worth right your time is worth two hundred thousand bucks a year right but if you focus that if somebody thinks you're that valuable that's you're worth two hundred thousand dollars to them right imagine how much you could be worth by yourself right to best buy i was worth thirty five thousand bucks or whatever a year that's how much me as a person what i brought to the table that's all i was worth right you know being able to flip that and doing that when however long yeah. you know like doing that myself like i'm worth way more than that yeah now because i made myself yeah. worth way more than that did you ever so when you started downstar did you focus on money were you like hey i want to fucking make money mm. and does that change does that mentality change like like you were saying right if you're looking to make money you can go work at fucking haas or yeah png or whatever the case may be but once you start being passionate it's like Obviously, everyone wants to make money, bro. You got to make yeah. money, right, to survive. Yeah. No matter if it's ten dollars an hour, or, you know, two hundred thousand a year. Yeah. Um. But did when you started Downstar, where you're like, hey, I I need a cake. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't start down. It started out as a side hustle. Right. So I mean, I've always had side hustles. Right. You know, go back to the CDs or whatever. Shit. It was just I. It was just something to make money, and right. that's it. You know, I mean. I guess doing it, I was doing it to make money because I wouldn't have done it right. if I wasn't making money mm-hmm. because at that time I didn't realize it. Nobody ever said like, hey, dude, this can be something. Right. This is something big. All of this shit that I talk about is everything that I've learned by myself. Yeah, I don't have an OG. There is no OG that I can look to and be like, if it wasn't for this person, I wouldn't be here. Right. There's nobody like that. And that's unfortunate. NWP. Because yeah <laughs> yeah you know yeah it's just like a platform right. but everybody else had that platform right right I, this is a tool but you monetized using I, I was able to yeah, yeah i was able to take that tool and make it something else right but there's definitely people that like uh gave me gave me something that i can work off of yeah but they could have given it to somebody else and it didn't work out yeah you know there was nobody ever that ever took me under their wing or said do it like this or do it like that so it took me to have to realize it and it was kind of a thing like when I quit working at Best Buy that I just had to take it full time. And then <laughs> then I had to realize that, yo, we have to we have to make this shit work now because this is all we got. Right. Yeah, that's um, <clears throat> I think the hardest thing is obviously you need to worry about the money. Right. But then yeah. again, it's like, I guess maybe it's not worrying how much money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's like, like I said, you got to worry about money because you got to eat. You have a family. Yeah. Right. But maybe you have, you know, some money in the bank and you're like, I don't care how much money I'm making, but as long as it pays the bills. Dude, it's a tool. Yeah. I had a very unhealthy relationship with money and I held it on a high pedestal and it had more value to me than, you know, friends or family or whatever. Like this is, this is, this was my everyday. This is what I wanted. Right. Wanted to have the most money, you know, like I have money in the bank that just stays there. Right. Like I could buy stupid shit if I wanted to, but for what? It's a tool. Yeah. You know, like when you were working at Best Buy, dude, you needed your tools to do the job. Right. 
you didn't buy like the fucking craziest most expensive shit it was like dude okay this is what it does it does a tool like right. i need a drill i didn't buy 70 drills <laughs> right this is my drill this is my tool this right. is what i need you know like i don't i don't need that crazy amount of money for what like millions of dollars a year okay cool for what you know like yeah. i like i have more money now than i need to sustain all of my things that i'm doing right you know so yeah it would be nice to have more but the only reason it would be nice to have more is because i would be further away from the bottom yeah and the further you are away from the bottom that means it's it's going to take a lot longer for you to drop down right yeah i think that's yeah for sure and that's why we well we try to keep the money in the bank right just like shit happens my biggest fear is losing a job yeah right because then you're like hey they gotta eat i only have x amount of reserves right until i gotta you know start worrying that's the reason why i asked you i was like wait is there a you know a point where you know you were so low and you had to think of you know alternatives right yeah i mean unfortunately it hasn't got to that point but um a lot of it is just self-discipline yeah you know like you say about the cars and shit like if i wanted to i could just go fucking trick out and buy just a crazy lambo or something right now but like that's a stupid decision and those stupid decisions are the downfall of people like t-pain right you know that would be the downfall right but if you're that kind of person like a t-pain all right you take that loss fucking build it back up again yeah yeah, I think he's the type of guy that he'll always be able to make money. And there's always those kind of people, yeah. dude. Because I think if, honestly, if they took everything out of your bank account, left you with 100 bucks, he could probably make money. Quick, dude. Yeah. In that day, right. I would figure out like, oh, fuck, I only got 100 bucks. Let me flip this shit. Right. If I make 50 bucks out of it, that's uh, 50% right. of my income that I just and made. Flip that. Flip it and just keep going. Yeah. You know, you just got to be creative with it. And one thing is, is like building that network too i i have people around me that know what i'm capable of so if we ever get to a point where you know something happens with our health or we lose the business or whatever like i i have no doubt that i could reach out to somebody and be like yo can i be on your team or something and the networking and then network from there and those are all relationships that you've built with people honest relationships that they're like yo that's a good dude you know when i was in a, a jam he didn't have to help me out, right. but he did. As small as, you know, reposting someone's stuff. Right. Someone just came out with a new product. Like my boy Rywire. He's he's trying to do his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Every chance he every time he puts one up, I'll put his link up. And yeah. you know, just why not? It's right. free. Right. It's free. And that, what that does is to our relationship, it just makes the bond even stronger. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think um what was I gonna say? <clears throat> I forgot. It's all good. Um, <laughs> so what what are your what are your fears that you have? Like what's what's the biggest thing that's weighing you down? Um from starting all of this. Making sure the plans in place. I don't want to I think that's the biggest thing with everything, right? Is not jumping. I've jumped in, yeah, you know, head first and I'm like, dude, this isn't in place. We can't do this. Making sure the funds are there making sure everything's in place, the LLC, insurance, you know, if someone gets hurt, you don't want to get fucking sued, yeah. right? The waivers, like that type of shit. Um, and just me being able to pay rent, bro, that's going to be the biggest thing, you know? Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I think maybe I do just do it by myself, like you were saying. Yeah. Then I don't have to answer to anybody. 
and then it's a hundred percent on you right you put that weight on you yeah because if you put any of that weight on anybody else that's going to give you an opportunity to have an excuse right no matter if it's a valid excuse or not you know yeah yeah i don't know like that's kind of the biggest things right now i think finding the space um falling in love with the space and being in the right position um because i can get a warehouse right but it's like there's no foot traffic there do i pay the extra 800 dollars a month and you know get foot traffic those are the type type of things that are running through my head. Like I can go down the street. There's something that's 2,500 square feet I can get for two grand a month, mm-hmm. right? But no one walks there. I mean, this is an industrial area. You know what I'm saying? So but it's is like that that's, gonna... that's the weighing options right now. It's like maybe I get a retail space now and then move it once it starts to grow because then you're going to already have that type of audience and that traffic and, and that following. So Do you already have the name? I do. You have the logo? I do. Do you have the Instagram? I do. You have the emails? I do. Do you have the domain? I don't have the domain. Okay. It's something you can just do right now. Yeah. You have the domain? Just get started on it already. Yeah. You don't even have to talk about that. what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It can just be the name, you know, and you can do an introduction and say like, yo, this is who we are. This is what we do. And you just start building from there. Right. So it's not something that you're waiting on. Oh, I got to wait for this space. I don't know. You're every single day. You're right. building on it, yeah. dude posting up doing okay guys we're you know you show the grind from the beginning on so then you can have people that you can refer to it you know dude start at the fucking bottom make flyers go go pass them out places you know pay some kids to pass them out dude in the front of the school school's gonna be starting right or it has already started you know maybe those kids are gonna want to go or something like that you know so just old school old school fuck it dude that shit worked grind right yeah grind it and now you'll have your home base which is going to be like your social media you grow that shit right just like i saw my cousin dude like he's not he doesn't have shirts or anything for sale right now but when he needs to he already has these people that he can he can sell to you know so when you're planning on just opening the doors and be like all right see if anybody's right come in that's too late right that's too late already that's something else i was thinking like doing a pre-sale or something right so it's like sign up you get $25 off or something, something whatever the dude, case may be. You know, you buy a t-shirt, you get a free session. Yeah. Something like that. Right. You know, yeah. don't even think about the money right now. You have to think about the business, the brand. Right. Like, you have to grow that shit from the ground up. Right. Why, why should we think that that's important? Yeah. You have to show us why we think it right. would be important. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, if these dudes can fucking do it and I'm fine. I personally think I'm 10 times smarter than them. That's it. And I have the connections. So there's no reason why there should be some type of fail here. Dude, that's that's how I think about shit all the time, bro. Yeah. Like how I do business, dude, with, with people is just like I, I try to give them the best experience ever. But on the opposite side of it, like when I do business with like vendors and things like that or people that I'm buying shit from, I'm straight up straight up forward with them like look you said it was gonna be this much you said it was gonna be done on this day it's not this is your problem right i don't have a i don't give a fuck what happened i don't care who's sick anything your job is to have my stuff done i did my job right you know you have to be stern with it dude and if if you're that kind of person bro nobody's ever gonna step on you you make that shit happen and and so that like 
every jujitsu studio you can go to, you look at this and say, okay, what does this dude do that I admire? What do they do that I don't? You fucking take that data in. You calculate all that shit. Maybe some of those dudes, since you know how to wine and dine people, yeah. go in there, hey, man, I want to see if maybe I could take you out for dinner one of these days, see if I could pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. You know, if somebody were to tell me that, yo, I want to start my own uh, business and selling car parts or just say clothing, something more universal. Right. Uh, do you think maybe I could take you out one of these days? You have to make it worth it for that other person sure. because time is valuable. Right. That information they have is valuable. And I'm not going to want to give that to everybody. Right. But if I see somebody that they've already been trying, they're yeah. putting in their, their hours, it, like, hell yeah, dude. I would help them out. Yeah. You know, hey, man, what, what's the kind of stuff that – what are the kind of things you wish you would have done earlier mm-hmm. that – that you didn't that you learned the lesson yeah you know, i always say like a smart person learns from their mistakes a wise person learns from the mistakes of others yeah figure out all these studios not even around here any of your friends that you know who have studios right network with them go with them and you know actually pick their brain mm-hmm. with that kind of stuff yeah no, that, yeah but I, I would advise to start fucking today yeah get that shit going today yeah like something yeah maybe i'll do like a progress thing with you and be like yo this is what we talked about on the podcast. hell yeah here's dude. uh here's the progress is the space we got and go from there man yeah and just keep it exciting bro yeah. you know that's the hardest thing though is like making people interested i mean that's with all content right it's like how do you get people engaged right is it like do you do some type of clickbait type of shit no you know what i'm saying though yeah it's like hey this looks tight or this is like this is lame you know what i mean well what you do and what you're gonna do, like if you you're starting from a business point of view, right? Like you can get people who are interested in business and hustling and think, oh, I'm gonna check this out. I'm gonna see where he takes this, thing. right? You know, when you do your jujitsu and things like that, like other people do that, other people admire that. Right. That's other people's lives as well. You have to be as relatable as possible, right? To everybody that is like watching you mm-hmm. this is your this is your channel this is your tv channel why should people watch your show right. the the show of brandon why should people watch this right you know and one thing is to be your most genuine self that's yeah. why i say no to clickbait yeah. you know because people get irritated with that oh yeah um just be your most genuine self be you know as as transparent as you can be right. as humble as you can be and as confident as you can be in the skills that you do have right so when it does come to the chi- the time for people to like you know sign up for your for your class you say damn this dude he did it yeah. he, he came from there i've been following him since then he came yeah. there dude i'm sure there's people listening right now that are super into jujitsu yeah and they're just waiting to to follow the instagram or whatever yeah, hey bro. let me see what this guy's doing let me see what happens with them yeah you know but you have to make the show interesting dude yeah do you feel like creating content on ig is there like a set time like hey yo i haven't posted in a while yes you do hell yeah do you think it's like once a day or like how do you go about on ah dude it's so fucking hard to figure it out yeah. like i would recommend using um you pro one one guy put it to me in a certain way is like this your story is the buildup, yeah. the behind the scenes, what's going on. Your main feed is your um, final finished product. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is this picture representing? Why did you post this? Mm-hmm. You explain all of that stuff below. Right. You know, this was this was my first time, my first win that I ever had. Right. Going into it, I felt like you break everything down. So this person that's reading that, they're like, dude, that's crazy. That's exactly how I felt relatable you know you right. relate to them 
um, post up some videos. You want to do IGTV yeah. too. So what IGTV does is it you get a minute to ten minutes, uh, well, of zero to ten minutes of content that you could post up. Anything after a minute, it will um, you can post the um, post it on your story okay. or not on your story. Excuse me, on your feed. Okay. So when you're watching the video on the feed, it'll say keep watching. And then you click that and it'll take you to IGTV. Mm. Now, what that does is Instagram knows that you're using all of their features mm. and they're going to put your page in front of other people's pages that aren't using all those features. Interesting. Yeah, I dude. Know that. Yeah, and I barely found that out not long ago, dude. So I've been trying to do that. You know, even do a minute and a half video, you'll still be able to get the sample. You're still working yeah. everything. You know, you get your YouTube channel. I mean, you could even start doing vlogs, yeah. dude. Like when you have practice or something like that. Yeah. Um, there's it's endless, bro. Yeah, I think. Yeah, like I said, I think the biggest thing is having everyone engaged, um, and keeping them engaged. So it's like, yo, this, you know, you want it to be interesting because that's you know how you have all your followers and then yeah. all that. But if it's not interesting, you're not gonna get a lot of following or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So that's something I maybe that only certain people have. Right, that they see the world in a different place, where you're like, "Yo, this is tight," and everyone is coming to this. I guess so. I guess you have to like train yourself right. to be able to make this an interesting thing, right? You know, because this conversation might not be interesting to people, right? But like, if I were just to put put it up on the uh, on the pod or on SoundCloud or whatever, not promote it, not do anything, yeah, just leave it there. It wouldn't have as much traction as it does now. Yeah. But I have to make people aware. I have to show, you know, the studio. And people right. have to see that we're going from, you know, doing it in the garage to doing it here, the right. upgrading equipment. They have to see the growth right. to interest them yeah. in it. See the kind of guests that are coming on. See the the conversation growing. Right. And it's just the whole growth of everything. Yeah. It's like you're, you're growing your own little thing and we'll see what it becomes yeah and it's only going to become anything if you decide it's going to become something yeah i think it's definitely you know just have to keep going even if you feel like there's a roadblock yeah right so i think that's the biggest the hardest thing for everybody though is to try getting over that roadblock well i mean you have to look at your skills too i mean you obviously have a skill in networking like right. how how do you navigate through that yeah, I mean, that's something I'd have to think about, right? Is like you have certain people in certain places that you put them on, I guess, separate contact, right? It's like, I'm going to call this person when I need this mm -hmm. or they can hit me up, you know? And I don't know where I fall into other people's like kind of contact list, right? It's like, let me call Brandon because he knows this person yeah. or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I guess that's how I navigate my contacts, right? It's like this person works at Hulu. Yeah. Like I... Let me see if I can get some more information there. Right? Well, you have contacts in the um in the jujitsu yeah universe. Yeah. I mean, to take advantage of those. Okay, like I said, from from your your networking jobs, just use that same formula. You contact them. Hey, man, make it worth their while yeah. too. Don't don't take their time and not give them anything back. Right. And take them to a nice dinner. Yeah. You know, take buy the expensive shit or whatever. And all of this stuff is just you showing your gratitude for the 
what they're giving you like the data their data back, yeah. exactly dude yeah. you know i have so much data bro and it's because of me right it's because i've put myself in that situation mm-hmm. to learn that kind of stuff like ash will tell me so many times she's like you just know so much random shit about whatever and it's like yeah because when i hear it i'm like oh damn that's interesting that's interesting right let me just like soak it in soak it in file it away yeah you know so then i'll speak to somebody and i'll i'll bring something or they'll bring something up and i at least have something to add to the equation yeah you know even jujitsu ufc yeah i don't know shit i don't really watch it but i listen to joe rogan and he'll have those guys on sometimes so i kind of understand what it takes to be in that space their their hardships that they have the things that they got to worry about and now like me and you could have a conversation it's not like you're just talking to a wall right you're like oh yeah who's that i don't know who that is what do you mean so you know i understand it at least and that's because i've put myself in that space to at least soak it in yeah no that makes sense you soak in everything that you can yeah i think it's utilizing those network connections and and the you know, the guys that I know and girls that I know um, and just trying to get some more information that way. Something, dude. Yeah. You know, you start something and then you have people that are supporting it and you mm-hmm. support them. The biggest thing too, man, is like supporting other people before right. you need them to support you. Yeah. And I try to do that as much as possible. Yeah. You know, anybody that I see on their grind, I'm just try to support him dude even if it's a fucking celebrity bro yeah. you never know dude yeah. like there's this uh comedian andrew schultz mm-hmm. and um yeah, I, I know you know andrew schultz mm-hmm. right i've been following him forever dude and he does the podcast with charlemagne the brilliant idiots yeah. and we've seen him so many times and we've met him fucking cool ass dude and now every time that he has like a victory i'm like hell yeah dude yeah reposting his stuff or whatever and at the end of the day who knows where that can go to right i'm just putting that good energy out there to this guy because i see him hustling right you know i even put something up earlier today he was on joe rogan like three months ago or something like that and i seen that happen yeah because it was his last show of the um of his tour it was at the the comedy store i think in la LA, yeah yeah and he had joe rogan open for him okay says joe they'll just go in there and do 15 minutes or whatever you know so joe rogan opened for him and i'm like that's so fucking tight bro because that's like I mean, Joe Rogan's in the podcast space too. That's like, right. you know, me being on Joe Rogan, that's a big cosign. Yeah. And after that, they click together two weeks or so later, on the he's on the pod. Yeah. And then um, Everlast, like I was saying, that was the same episode. They're talking about Little Duval. Mm-hmm. Little Duval is Andrew Schultz's homie, okay. right? So... Um, joe's like oh yeah i heard of him uh andrew he andrew schultz he put me on to uh little duval and like anything andrew says it's just like yeah okay that's what it is now right so he's like a co-sign for joe rogan now Mm -hmm. think about that shit right when joe rogan has like he wants to know more about so and so or whatever or say if somebody puts him say if i were to tell you like hey dude this guy does jujitsu he's fucking badass you know me making that connection i don't have to make that right like he didn't have to make that connection for little duval but now they're in works of little duval being on joe rogan's podcast yeah bro it's like they always say it's one step away from somebody right? never fucking know dude yep. you never know but you put that energy out there and hopefully it'll come back one day and if even if it doesn't you're still putting out good energy dude yeah. it's in the air maybe somebody sees you doing that for them and be like damn that's a good dude 
he doesn't have to be doing those He'll be things. on the podcast next hopefully dude shout out to schultz dude we need you in here <laughs> you know but yeah. it, it's gonna happen dude and yeah. even with the podcast i see this ha- like getting bigger and we'll have big ass guests on one day but it had to start somewhere it had to start in the garage yeah you know same thing with was you, it in the dude. garage first yeah oh shit, legit dude yeah now we're in this fucking crazy ass <laughs> studio bro when did you uh when did you actually get all this together it was and you're like just hey i need to move it pretty much yeah (laughs) this whole set right here i built this for a car show and it was just because i wanted to have like an exhibit rather than just a regular booth yeah just something fun to do you know so i built this whole thing did the show like it was a hit bro yeah um then i had this stuff just chilling back here because i I didn't really have any use for it that show was over right so i said fuck it let me take it home and i'm gonna put in the garage and make it like a little studio and then i did that at the shot or at the garage and then in here i had the couch and right right just a bunch of other shit that wasn't doing anything i'm saying you know what i want to take this podcast to the next level dude yeah. if it's at the shop i could do it with between work hours yeah and i won't have to be doing it between like family hours yeah or late at night or whatever so brought the stuff in here and just balls rolling downhill dude yeah no shit dude jesus <laughs> This is dope, though, man. Thank like you, I said, man. the whole evolution is uh, mind-boggling. Bro, once you see this shit out and see the commercials and see the re- like the response you're going to get from it, and it, it's a totally different level, man. Yeah. You know, this, is, this isn't just something that we're just fucking around on. Right. Like, as easy as you would watch a Joe Rogan, like, we're the same way. Are you putting it on YouTube? I have now? some on okay. YouTube. Yeah. So I have a lot of backlog that I need to put on. Yeah. But there's a youtube channel we're on spotify we're on soundcloud we're on itunes i mean like what what makes something professional it's just you're just doing it right we're doing it you know there's no one that's saying that we can't do it we're we're doing like this is a podcast i'm a podcaster yeah you know no matter how big the audience is no matter what anybody says this is what it is yeah you know you can be a business owner and your business can make fucking thousand bucks a year yeah you're still a business owner right you know i'm in i put myself in the field i'm putting myself in this in this community Mm -hmm. so no matter what part of the community i'm in like in downstar uh for my first ever ibog i was parked in the back by like the most corner right part that you the most hidden part that you could right you know and now we have ibot coming up in ohio and then in new jersey yeah and i'm working on like my own Free. exclusive like downstar area over there Damn. in 10 years that's crazy bro you know and it, all of that shit is just fucking hustling dude yeah and you can do the same shit like yeah. don't worry about all that small stuff dude. yeah don't worry about any roadblocks. Yeah. You just look at them as tasks that need to be taken care of. Got it. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. What's up with the um the vlog, bro? So I saw the Chick-fil-A thing. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this is dope. Because <laughs> I was like tripping out. And you're like, oh, we can't film in here. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's going on, bro? So I was tripping out. Is that going to be a thing? Or? Yeah, dude. I Man, I would love to vlog every single day if I could, bro. But it's just I have too much stuff going nah, on right now. you can make time, bro. Yeah, I, I definitely could, you know. So that's what we're going to do. I'm yeah. making time. Um, I just filmed another vlog when I was in Atlanta. Okay. So I have all the footage. I just got to edit it up, yeah. put it together. And I think that'll be like one or two episodes. But it's basically like day in the life of what we do. Oh, yeah, bro. You know, it's like not any clickbait, not no bullshit. Like this is people can tell my personality yeah. now from listening to this podcast. 
hundreds and hundreds of hour of content right you know watching the vlog seeing me on social media you're getting who i am yeah you know maybe in some situations i'll have to like you know be a little more professional than right. others but that's just navigating you know so right. I, I with the vlogging i want to make that like as as often as we can yeah and um even having alex my guy alex dude like we did a vlog when we went to um super street and illis had a meet oh yeah and we yeah, went yeah. over there and he filmed the whole thing dude. Yeah. i didn't have to do anything i just had to make it interesting right so um yeah dude that's that's really what i want yeah i was shipping out the chick-fil-a thing bro. <laughs> i was like what's going on here bro hell yeah dude because it was like oh you like i don't know i feel like when you're doing shit you're not supposed to and then everyone gets interested you're like oh we're not supposed to film in here yeah and then you're like filming <laughs> so i was shipping out i was like okay like let me get some more yeah right? so i think that's dope i think you should keep doing that thank you man yeah. and i really want to do because yeah. i see some of these like popular youtubers and these dudes are fucking like making 40 50 grand a month oh yeah bro easily oh yeah and i see it and i just know the formula and it's not that they know more about cars than i do right it's not that they're a cooler person right than i am it's just they're making that priority yeah you know we even get this bitch on twitch bro yeah dude that's another thing that i want to do this is my plan right yeah. here right okay and so there's subs you know subscribers and all that i want this is my big plan for the podcast right I want to have another room where you have the the TVs mm -hmm. and each TV is watching each camera. I want to have three cameras, one right there, okay. one right here facing you, one right here facing, facing me. Mm -hmm. I want to have somebody in there that is actually Different. switching back at, at the time, real t real life, right. you know? I'd be like, hey, Alex, can you pull up that uh, that yeah. video? The same thing from Jamie or whatever right. from Joe Rogan. Same shit, bro. Okay, pull it. Yeah, see right here? This is where I Oh, that's crazy, right. you know? Yeah. I want to do that. Live stream it as well. You know, so take care of all the uh, yeah. all the avenues, dude. Hell yeah, bro. Because those fucking dudes, bro, on Twitch are making bank. Hell yeah, My dude. My brother was telling me, like, some dude's making, like, 200 grand a month mm -hmm. just from all the subscribers not including endorsements dude so that's something maybe missing on right now yeah and mm -hmm. when you make that platform dude like uh, this is yeah. a platform now yeah. this this shit is invaluable mm -hmm. you know i've only made 50 bucks yeah. since in 95 episodes yeah i've lost money on a business aspect right. of this podcast right but it's something you love. but there's something that i love but i'm building equity in the brand right. of this you know i'm making these connections right. i'm networking with people right. who'll say me and you do this podcast somebody from your space listens to it and they're like oh damn yeah let me follow that dude yeah. maybe me and him start connecting yeah have him on yeah get in intact with his right. network it just fucking builds from there mind, if you don't mind me asking how did you make the 50 bucks from somebody that sponsored one of the episodes oh really yeah there you go i was just like fuck it do 50 bucks let's try it out yeah why not you know just a sample like see how i would do with it you know i had to record like a commercial before yeah. it or whatever but still hey, yeah that's how you start bro yeah i mean anybody listening that wants to sponsor the podcast is not gonna be 50 bucks <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. but yeah dude it's just uh, you have a lot to offer bro yeah. you definitely definitely have a lot to offer especially the network that you have yeah. you know i mean who knows where this can go yeah it can go from just like uh eddie bravo yeah you know he has temp planet yeah. jujitsu that's it's not just like a jujitsu school right. like eddie bravo himself that's right. that's a business yeah you know yeah that's um 
Yeah, that that's a whole lifestyle over there, man. That type of shit. But like back to networking, it's like, hey, you have one person in your network. Like I have you, and you have the fucking the whole network. You know? What yeah. I mean? So I'm like, yo, Frank, I need this. Oh yeah, I got you. Hold up. That's it. You dude. know what I mean? And the only reason I would do that is because of the relationship yeah. that we built. Right. And th- those are the kind of relationships you have to build. Genuine yeah. relationships. That are not about like, oh, let me just get what you have. Right. Even these guys that you have the network with, the jujitsu guys, like, I'm sure you could just go there and talk to them. Yeah. But it would mean a lot more if you just made it seem like their time was more valuable. Sure. You know? Yeah. No, man, that's, yeah, I mean, definitely in consideration. I'm excited for you, though, bro. Yeah, man, it's just going to be, like I said, just the progression of it and making sure that's the, you know one of the reasons why coming back to ventura county yeah to fulfill that and like we were talking about like hey if it's taking a pay cut and you know living in my mother-in-law's for six months or whatever Fuck the case it. may be bro like that's when you suck up the pride and you're like yo in the long run it's gonna be what you want it to be like if instead of you know having to pay a fucking high rent or whatever then i'm going and 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 you know unfortunately gonna live with my you know mother-in-law but, yeah you know she's cool enough to let me you know, and my son, um, but it's taking that step back and, and looking at the bigger picture. Yeah, some people would see that as a step back and then like, oh, look at Brandon's living back at home. But it's like, you don't know right. my vision, dude. Right. Just wait. You don't know my vision. Yeah, yeah for sure. It'll happen, dude. Like there was a time where I moved out of um, the place that I was staying at. This was probably 2011 Yeah. that I ended up moving back with my parents for a few months, you yeah. know, and I'm running down star out of there. Right. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm doing what I got to do to make this shit happen. Exactly. I don't got to prove shit to anybody. Right. You know, if you're not my friend because i moved back home right. like you're not a friend you're right. not a friend right fuck you bro right you know yeah nah do you make that shit happen no matter what yeah and you just remember those people that were around that believed in you and you support them yeah and dude you just have the best intentions yeah definitely support is big man um my wife i could be like yo i want to fly to mars and she'd be like okay you know yeah. like, i support you so big shout out that's to dope man yeah. that has always been so cool bro yeah i just like she's like i said she's dropped a lot of shit just because i wanted to do some shit you know what i mean yeah like go and move you know halfway across the country to texas she quit her job she quit multiple jobs because of me you know so you know you can you know bro like having that support is like it's not just you right yeah. you need the support from you know your wife or your significant other in order to be successful so you know all the shit i put you through um shout out to you hell yeah dude I, i've always liked des man she's yeah. always been a stand-up person dude yeah she's uh yeah i was lucky that's for sure hell yeah dude so. ever since the beginning best buy days yeah you know man. just like even when i was stayed with you guys at the hotel and just acting like a fool like <laughs> she never she never held that shit against me dude. No, she was bro. just fucking cool and i was yeah. like fucked up spitting on the wall and just on the floor playing a uh, sand sandstorm over <laughs> I didn't, remember we went to the club bro we left it on and we came back and that shit was still going, bro. We left. This is how ignorant I was, dude. We left that shit on full blast yeah. for like at least five or six hours. <laughs> just so when we open the door, the song's still playing. Bro, that show was low-key fire, though. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> that was a great weekend, man. But, We've had a lot of good times together, dude. Yeah, man. It's like I said, coming full circle. It's It's been awesome, man. And seeing just the ride. And just like kind of like living vicariously through you, bro, and just be like, yo, this shit's dope. Like Frank's doing it. Thank you, bro. You know? I appreciate so, it, man. As much as you know, other people would hate and be like, you know, I'm not gonna support this because I don't want him to be yeah. who he is, right? 
for me, I've always just looked out, you know, want to see my boys do well. Thank you, bro. Especially the guys that like us underdogs, bro, where we don't have a master's degree or even a fucking college degree. Hell yeah. You know, we're the guys that aren't supposed to make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So myself included, like, no, I have no college degree, bro. I went to Oxnard College and took two classes. I'm like, this ain't for me. I'm out. Yeah, bro, because it's all about who you know. Yeah. 100%. And I tell people, and I don't, hey, don't go to college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not going to fucking use history when you're running, you know, fucking uh, import-export business, right? Like, what the fuck do I need to know what Benjamin Franklin did? Yeah. So, fuck I'm that. Fools are rapists anyways. Don't so. go to college. <laughs> <laughs> soundbite yeah yeah i i think um i think you should just go for whatever you want to do yeah. whatever field you're in you figure that out yeah. so if you're listening and you want to start your own clothing brand okay find some clothing brands that you identify with yeah. some that, that you use as inspiration mm-hmm. and you just see what they do and you try to mimic them and do as they do and you fucking hustle your ass off dude i have no doubt that everybody listening can do something at least have a small side hustle yeah we're making five hundred thousand bucks or whatever a month like anybody can do that yeah anybody listening well only if you think about it there's only a certain amount of people that can do it will do it will do it yeah sorry everyone can do it. everyone can but if you it's all about if you want to do it i'm telling you bro i can give everybody my all my connections right now and fucking more than half aren't gonna do you shit should do a challenge it. bro would you do like hey start off with 100 bucks and let's see how much you can flip it to Damn. everyone has 100 but i mean not everyone but hey start off with a simple amount of money and we should all do this including you frank you have a hundred dollars. Let's just see how far you take that hundred dollars. They used to do these things online on the, they call them the poker challenge. So people would play poker. They would start off with a dollar, bro. These dudes would run up that dollar to 10 grand. No way. Yeah. So if these guys could do it, bro, like why isn't, can't you like turn a hundred dollars into $200? Yeah. $150. Then keep rolling it. Hey, if it's fucking like you see these guys going to the thrift shop. Exactly. Right. So it's like, why can't you go there? And it's like, Hey, I have this. You want it okay so i'm gonna sell it to you for five bucks i bought it for a dollar you want it so here's you know dude that's my sister yeah whiskey oh, Creek yeah, yeah. vintage yeah check her out she um she'll buy stuff at thrift stores and she just has a good eye and she has a good way of uh marketing and yeah. taking pictures and she sells that stuff dude she'll get shit for like a dollar and sell it for 30 yeah you know and she's not caking from it right now but but she's making this money. is this is the ground floor you got to yeah. start from somewhere dude so she have a shop or no not just yet. online yeah just online well, you but go, you know if if you're that kind of person dude you find out where all the uh, swap meets are in your area be the first person there in the morning and get yard there and sale. Like, yeah yard sale do whatever dude it's just like for people that 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 aren't doing anything if you don't have a job or anything like that, like if you're living at home, this is your perfect opportunity to make shit happen. The only reason people don't is because they just don't have any confidence in themselves. Yeah. You know, and that's like something that you could change for free. Yeah. Yeah. We used to go back in Texas, Dallas. We did these, um, what do they call them? The estate sales. Yeah. So someone would like, I don't know, die or something. Yeah. Bro, we, Des and I would go out, bro. I flipped some shit on eBay. Quick. Yeah, bro. So it's like, there's no excuse. And I told her, she's like, well, it's not enough money. I was like, yo, a dollar is a dollar. Yeah. You know, I bought these fucking VHS Disney movies, bro, for 25 cents. Put those bitches on eBay. If I get 10 bucks, I'm good, right? And if you, you think about everything as a percentage. Right. Psh, I just made a thousand percent. Exactly. What the fuck? Right. It's just different levels. Right. That's all it is. Yeah. But it's just like people don't want to put in the time 
and I get it, right? It's like, hey, you're Frank, your time's probably worth a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars an hour now, right? Like yeah. whatever the it's like, why am I gonna do this that I'll make ten bucks? And I think that's where everyone's mentality goes to. Yeah. You know, so it's like, hey, money's money, bro. You know what I'm saying? If it's a dollar, if it's a hundred thousand, like money's money. Yeah, what trips me out, dude, is when people just have like one job, but they have like mad time. Yeah. Go get another fucking job. Go yeah. work somewhere at Uber. night. Some something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Go do something. But everybody listening right now, let me tell you this. This is a cold hard fact. Nobody gives a fuck about you, bro. No one gives a fuck about your problems. No one cares about anything, you know? The only people that really do care would be your parents or your your family. But they kind of don't even care either. They got their own shit they're worrying about. You know, if if you're if you're in your early twenties and still living at home, your parents want to fuck, bro. They want to walk around naked and they don't <laughs> fucking want you around, dude. Go do something. Get out of there. Go go figure your own life out. Yeah. No one's gonna save you, dude. This is you. You have to save you. This is your only life that you have. Yeah. Let your parents fuck, man. <laughs> sick of you being around, bro. I think, bro, it's like goes back though to like high school, right? Or like elementary. You're like, fuck, I want to grow up. I want my own driver's license. And you look back, bro, you're like, those were some of the good times, right? I wish I could go back. Exactly, bro. But then it goes back to like, hey, we're telling all this advice from personal experience. Yeah. So take it with, you know, as much as, you know, a grain of salt or whatever you want to do. If I can go back, bro, I would. I was living at home when I was 18. I was fucking, you know, I want to get a new car. I want nice shit. Then I look back, I was like, yo, I could have done so much more. Hell yeah, right? dude. Travel. Right. Working at Best Buy, bro. Come on, man. You could did so much stuff, dude. But, you know, you live and learn, bro. Yeah. So. Fuck, Brandon. I don't know how long have we been on here. We've been on, dude. Have I we? don't know how long it's been, but it's been a good convo, Wait, man. are we not recording? Oh, no, yes. just kidding. <laughs> Dude, I always have that fear, bro, that I didn't press record. Imagine Mikey Taylor being here, bro, oh, and you didn't shit. get any of that shit. Dude, it's gonna be, it's gonna happen one day. It's in Schultz will be in dude. here, bro. Shout you, out you to better, Schultz. You better have like fucking six cameras, bro, <laughs> just in case. I know my phone's gonna be right. recording right here. <laughs> I'm putting this in the energy, dude. I'm putting this in the world, bro. Yeah, I would bro. love to have Andrew Schultz here. He'll dude. be on, bro. I think that that would be really cool because I think that we vibe on a lot of different levels yeah. than just than just uh, like business and and hustlers dude yeah you know i always follow these people and i i catch like certain things that they say right and i'm like damn i resonate with that yeah a lot on a totally different level yeah. than just surface yeah you know so i mean it's gonna happen dude one of these days you know i this just i'm showing people what we have to yeah. offer you never know someone listening might know them yeah that'll be dope dude right. we'll see so, bro you gotta have to put a window in that in that uh that uh wall right there. that's what i've been thinking dude i was thinking we'll put a window inside of here yeah and we'll have all the tvs in there and then you know people can even come and look through while the person's editing you know i could even have the dude like elevated where he's looking and switching over you know you already got the vision huh all of that shit isn't this isn't even that expensive yeah it's just time and energy that you're putting into it that'd be dope i'll definitely be in here hell yeah dude but um Dope. Do you already have the Instagram already ready? I to do. Go? Yeah. Um, Let's get it, dog. Guys, blow them up right now. Make sure you follow Brandon. Make sure you follow him along with this journey. So it's actually Studio One BJJ. Studio One BJJ. Spelt out. Studio One BJJ. Okay, we'll yep. have it below, guys. Make sure you follow Brandon. Make sure you guys um, message him and tell him let's get this shit on the road, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I need some. Uh, advice motivation um 
I'm I'm in a good place though right now. I yeah. feel like I, I have a lot of shit in place and uh making the moves, bro. I'm coming back to Ventura County is one of the biggest ones. So I think coming out here and being able to, you know, do the shit, you know. So I th- I'm really excited for you to move back, dude. Yeah. Because we could spend a lot more time with each yeah, other bro. and uh just toss around ideas because I really don't have anybody to do yeah, that bro. with here dude yeah i think even that thing you were talking about of like hey i can help you build your business yeah, i think that's I, definitely something to think i about. really want to talk to you about that yeah. for sure dude yeah. but um cool man dude brandon thank you so much for being on this no. is a fucking awesome conversation yeah man thanks for having me is it uh it's always co- good to come back especially chatting with you hell yeah so, dude it's been a while bro yeah man but uh once again guys brandon belsky make sure you guys check him out um we'll have the instagram below and um Thank you guys for listening, man. I really appreciate it. Episode 95. Still trying to figure out what to do for episode 100. That shit is coming quick. Schultz. Schultz. I hope you're listening, bro. <laughs> Let because me, we're going to make this shit epic. That would be a dope 100, bro, if we can make that shit happen. Yeah. But uh, everybody listening, thank you for listening. I appreciate your time. And if you enjoy this content, just tell a friend. You know, just shoot yeah. them the link. Don't even say anything. Just text it to them. Subscribe. Subscribe. Like, subscribe, comment, swipe up. Do all that yeah, shit. Everything dude. swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Downtime with Downstar. We out. Peace.